This is the y'all this is views from the seven podcast this you got spence i'm joined with my um my 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 what the fuck you call that the uh best man yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. hey um i got white i got wife in the building uh she's too famous for this episode you know, <laughs> you know what i'm saying um without further ado though i'm gonna get right to it uh Cause we already drinking and you know how that goes. Um, we have two uh, legends mm. in 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 the house. Very appropriate word. Uh, according to my brethren right here, two unmarketable queens. Yeah, oh, that's you all. Mm. Mm. Okay, I'll take it for mm. it. Fuck it, I stand on it. The floor is y'all's, ladies. I'm, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let them do it. I'm gonna let them market themselves. Mm. Hell no. that. What was the context? My man. My man said. My man said that. The reason the the WNBA is not as big as I feel it already is should be because the the players aren't marketable. What the hell that got to do with us? <laughs> he said he gonna let y'all market y'all. Y'all y'all you know y'all you know what I'm saying? No, nah, that was a shot at them though. Oh, mm. Mm. spicy, spicy. Mm. I like it. Chipotle on it. Okay, I ain't mad well, at it. All right, then. Mm. Well, ladies, the floor is yours. Who, who are we speaking to? This is Chelsea's lane. <laughs> With the marketing and all of that, um, the business aspect of the league is it's, it's above me. It's beyond my – it's beyond. It's, it's mm. Are they talking about the league? We talking about who are you? Who, who are, are you? you? Oh, who market. are you? Well, when y'all said the WNBA, I felt like y'all was, you know – putting us in that space yeah they kicked us out you know if you're talking about marketable women's basketball players is a difference no we're talking about vegas who who are who are you the the listeners don't know who they talk who they listen to right now who are you what's your name talk your shit it's tom sequoia holmes aka the goat Mm, Mm. young og 
Chelsea Hopkins baby goat. Okay, baby goat. Okay, you know, Mojave alums, but you Mojave know, alum. There you go. Koi, Koi paved the way, and I follow right behind mm. her. So y'all know what's up. Cheyenne don't got none of these, nigga. Nah, Cheyenne don't got none. Cheyenne don't got none. I never these. lost to Cheyenne. Eight matter of fact. Mm. Hey, it's alright. We went next to a pig <laughs> farm. It's alright. It's alright. We produce hoopers over there, though. So, you know what I, mean? I felt a little. I felt a little. Is it still something there? Is it still a little bit of salt? Yeah. Gonna be salty for sure. For uh, as long as you seeing those same players and giving them buckets overseas, you're gonna be salty. That's just mm. the real. So y'all play them. Y'all play them overseas though. Some of them. Yeah, mo- most of the girls that play WNBA, a lot of them play overseas. So we know a lot of the people, and you know a lot of them is my homies. So you know, shout yeah. out to them. They belong in the league, but. Yeah. It's only so many spots, and there's a lot of g- good players that's out because yeah. it's just not it's not enough spots. I think it's uh, 12 teams, like 12 players, so 144 girls. And, you know, me and Coy both touched it. She played with the Aces. Um, I, I bounced around to a whole bunch of teams. I was with Atlanta. I was with Chicago. I was with New York, um, okay. San Antonio. So, you know, I had a couple little short stints or whatever, but never really got, you know, to get in there and get comfortable. But, mm-hmm. you know, respect the league a lot. But, you know, we definitely feel like we could play there, should yeah. be there. Mm. Um, so that's just how I we like feel. that. I like that. Yeah, man. Um, I, I'm not gonna lie. We we felt a certain type of way too. Just as you know, knowing you and uh, you know, we born and raised in, in the city. It's the grassroots. You know, this ain't Absolutely. no strip shit. And when the Aces came to Vegas, it was like Sequoia was supposed to be like she. They was pushing her as like the, almost the face of it, and then. It was like Yeah, she was here and then she was gone, but Yeah, she was trash. In my opinion. It was whack. Nah, for sure. Definitely. I mean, and even in the games that she was there, she was hooping. And, you know, I would have kept her just for, you know, the crowd and for the city. Like everybody was messing with the aces because yeah, Quay was no, there. No, no, no. She, like, she, we ain't putting her in the Jared Dunn. Yeah, role. but but they I'm saying <laughs> I'm saying, <laughs> But I'm saying yeah. off the strength. She had yeah. fans coming just cause she you know what time it is. We here to see Koi, whether she play or not. Like absolute. that's what it's for. So yeah. But Koi, mean, Koi in the building, though. We want to know how Koi feel. I mean, I feel like everybody that was in that arena at one point that could play at a high level at the time that they came here, mm-hmm. all of us should have been invited to training camp. Myself, Chelsea, Italy, Monique, Oliver, mm. everybody that was playing at that time at a high, a high level. She went to Cheyenne. Should have been invited. There was some... You know, they took a, a kid from UNLV, which is great. But all of the ones that the ones can can bring, you know, you know the put asses the, in the seats. Yeah, the, but just on the strength, like she said, family, friends, cousins. If you want to build a market here, yeah, those are the people that's gonna support, and they are gonna support even after the fact. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like not the not from a tourism aspect. From a homegrown aspect, they're going to get in the seats. They're going to see the product. They obviously like basketball because they're our fans, and we ain't weak. So they ain't just, you know, that that product that's out there can be marketed more marketable and you know more another revenue stream because they're gonna stick around because they like the hoop. Yeah. They like hoop whether we survive or not. But that put a dirty that put a nasty taste in a lot of people's mouths. Yeah, absolutely. From jump, absolutely. it's like, well. So did did they bring all the local girl talent to tryouts? No, no, only you. And I felt, you know, that's maybe by default. I was inherited because I was already on the San Antonio team ah, when okay. they relocated. 
I thought you were, I thought you were still in Houston when they came. No, they was they relocated. Houston been yeah, gone. Was, I been yeah, keep up. Been gone. The <laughs> it was the San Antonio Silver Stars, man. We know. Stars. We you know. But yeah, that's the the Silver same. Stars. They changed that. That was Utah. <laughs> the stars, y'all behind, but that's okay. That's and right. I and I had played for Bill uh, in New York before he got the Aces job, so I was there with him. And I was oh, on the team, off the team. Brought me back, didn't play, sent me home. Just a lot. Yeah. So you know, it's it's hard to get in there when you're not drafted. Um, so I went undrafted. I got picked up as a free agent, um, and I started with San Antonio, and then just kind of bounced around from different teams um, years after that. But uh, we're pretty familiar with the league and all the players, and you know, with all due respect, like we we definitely could play there. Yeah. Sometimes it's just opportunity. Sometimes it's just timing. Who's the coach? Politics. Mm-hmm. Who they can keep? Who they can't keep? You can yeah. really go into camp. You could beat somebody out, but yo, that's our number nine draft pick, and here's Chelsea. She undrafted, so she can't stay. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's just how it is sometimes, and you know, you come to terms with that. It sucks, but you come to terms with it. Is it more motivation when you see him overseas, like? Oh, overseas, I don't care about nothing. I'm going to get at you. Like, we're not WNBA. Today, we're in Israel. And it's me versus you. And that's just how. That's just what I'm on. You got, I feel like you have my spot in this camp. So now that I I see you over here in Israel, now I'm finna really. Not even camp. I take it personal. When I'm playing, it's always personal. I don't care where you play at. Like, you know, know, we out here trying to survive. We out here trying to get paid. And I've been in Israel for the last several years. And, you know, the league has a lot of WNBA players that's been in and out. And, you know, just the competitor in me. Like, I don't really care where you came from. Right now, it's me versus you. So let's line it up. Mm. Mm. I like that. I like it. I like that. I like it a lot. What's the, what's the most so I think like it, as far as men's basketball I think Spain is the number one league overseas. What's the number one women's league overseas? Uh, there's a couple. Probably a top league is Russia, okay. um, and that's like top top tier WNBA. So to play in that league, you got to be like WNBA All Star caliber. Uh, Diana Taurasi, Brittany Griner, okay. those girls are making anywhere from half a mil to up a mil. Really? Some of them even touch a mil over there. Uh, yeah, more. I mean, because it's it's like all mob money. It's like you know they get teams, and it's like I want to have the best team, so yeah. you know they stack it up. So even this year in the ECAT, they had Just Brittany Griner. Here tomorrow, y'all. She <laughs> they, had, they had like Brittany Griner, they had Breonna Stewart, they had like a, just a stacked team, and they end up winning easily. But wow. you know they out there paying people like crazy, so it just kind of is what it is. And so I would say probably Turkey, China too, China. But China's, China's only one. Case. Yeah, China's one American per team because they don't like their league like oversaturated with Americans. Mm. So they'll get one girl and pay her half a mil, and the season short, so you can go there get half a mil. You only playing four or five months. It's like that for the men too, right? Like two is like two Americans uh, per team in China. Uh, I'm not the men's league. I think it's two, yeah. But in the women's side, it's definitely one. Okay, so not to get in y'all pockets, but like I know, I know for the men's perspective, I know it's like a lot of it, a lot of the money you make overseas is tax free. Is the same for the women? Uh, up to a certain amount. Yeah. Yeah. So once you get into a certain bracket, like if you're in the mill, you know, and you're bringing that money home, yeah. then you about to get taxed. It's a lot of money, but. Uh, up to a certain amount, depending on the country, you know, you can get away with at least 100k tax free. So, so okay, so so st- still staying on the money. Mm-hmm. Do you, is your money better overseas than it is here? Well, yeah. for me, I, you know, I've only established myself literally overseas, but. Uh, the WNBA is starting to boost uh, because the collective bargaining agreement went up. So now they're getting more money. But before that, like, I was making more money than WNBA players playing in Israel in my little six months. I had, That's you know, consecutive big contracts that, you know, kind of yeah. were good okay. for me. Okay. It, it depends on the player, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're on vet minimum in the league, 
you can very easily make more or could have you know now that with the new collective bargaining agreement it might be different but you could easily make the same money or more overseas yeah one because the season is longer so that's plays a part in it you know the WNBA four months four and a half five if you're lucky wow. to make the playoffs and then um so it just depends you know on the caliber but you know in each country once you make it you know, you find your niche in a certain place. You oftentimes better off staying there, and it, from a career and a financial standpoint, yeah. than trying to, you know, gamble with what's gonna happen in the league. You know, that could be extra, but this is my main source of income yeah. at this point. Um, so that make that that it makes a difference just depending on who you are, though. Okay. You know, specialists. Yeah. You know, especially when like Chelsea's a specialist in Israel. Like she's not gonna. She's one of the top paid point guards because of what she does in that league yeah. you know what i'm saying so mm. she's gonna be able to be there and make a whole bunch of money because she's built that up for herself okay what you expect uh, what's your specialist at i'm just a point guard i'm a walking triple mm. so <laughs> talk that talk i like that. it i'm gonna I rebound like pass and score a couple points um but just, just run the team set stuff up you know i can play with people that aren't that good and make them better and um, just won some championships. Won on pretty much every team I've been on, except for this year. Me and Koi played together, and we came up short in the semis. Um, but besides that, you know, I built a home there. So, <laughs> yeah, we did. We sucked. <laughs> so let me. So okay, let me get a little spicy then. So put some haracha on it. So. So what? Is it Haracha? Sir Oh, Sir Yeah, there you go. Sirachi, Nike. There you go. Um, so who who's somebody in the WNBA that was barbecue chicken overseas? Koi. Barbecue chicken. You mean like on um, like if they guard me or just in general, like Either way. somebody y'all went against, somebody y'all just see, like, you know, how is you know, sisterhood, but I even. <laughs> I don't even know, cause for me, it don't matter. I'm yeah. at everybody. Koisi Red, she get the ball. She's like Kobe Junior. Mm. Yeah, I, it don't matter. So there's no, there's nobody you see that you see on TV and like this motherfucker get cooked every time I see her over there. But she in the WNBA, that shit don't make no sense. There's nobody. It's a lot of people that are look. special. <laughs> look, look, look. <laughs> Look. She's talking that shit before we turn his mic on. Yeah. Woo. How about you? It's open? a lot of people that are specialists that I'm like. Yeah, them please, weak. boy. You weak. Yeah. You know. But, you know, I I just, I'm like, yeah, you weak. Man, real it's not a bunch. I, I got a bunch. And I got a bunch she, of friends in the league. Fight. She fighting. She Yeah. And I got a bunch of friends in the league yeah. that. Chelsea, tell she them fight. and I'll tell them too. Like I'm not a fan of your game. Sequoia Biden. That's Sequoia Biden over she there. She real political she with these answers. We thought you were gonna give us something spicy. I feel I gonna do that, okay. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put it like this. Like there's a lot of girls in the league that could do some things that I can't do, but there's a lot of people in the league that can't do what I could do. Mm. Talking about just just yes. being that natural point and yes. just you know name dropping. <sighs> Name drop. Let me see. As a fan watching, you don't even know. No, I don't names. even know they, they got the teams. I think um, 
It's it's coming now, but I think uh, Brianna Stewart should be getting the acknowledgement that Liz and Griner should be getting. Brianna's like that. She on her way. She just got a signature sneaker deal with Puma. She on her way. But and she, she not even. Think. First of all, she just signed a Puma. So like Skylar Diggins been with Puma. They signed Brianna get uh, Brianna Stewart, and she getting a signature shoe already. Like it's about mm. to come out in a couple months. That was off this year, though. Off this year, coming off the injury. But I still think, I think Liz and Brittany get too much shine. Brianna on her way, though. So you don't got to worry about her. Liz be running like me up the court. <laughs> cabbage. <laughs> cabbage. 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 <laughs> you talking about cabbage? It's a lot of women. That's a lot of women. Hey, a lot of so, women. So. Coming up, um, all of us are homegrown in the city, born and raised. When did it become serious for the both of you? It became serious for me, I'd say, uh, like, the light, like, that could happen for me, league, possibly was junior year Mm. in college. Um, My first two years, sophomore, freshman, sophomore, it was like, oh, she could be really good. She got a high ceiling but she was just an athlete that's what the talk was can't really shoot um but then you know junior year the 27s 28 30 balls start coming a mm. lot freak more frequent because i was in the gym in the summer working on my game um and then it was like hey you know i remember we were at a tournament or we had a christmas tournament or one of the thanksgiving at unlv and a lot of scouts were there to watch um Katie Gerald's, y'all not probably not familiar with her, Absolutely but she went not. to she went to Purdue. It's a white girl, you know. I saw Brian Agler and all these coaches in the in the stands watching her play. I'm like, all right, go time. It's, it's time. Go time. It's time for me to you know what I'm saying, kind of shine. And we played Boise State, and I had 30 mm. in the tournament, and I was like, this could become real for me. Um, mm. I have the opportunity to. To show, you know, my capability for real. And then I was like, let me continue to work for that um, into my senior year. And after that, um, I was like, it might happen. There was some talk about me um, in the draft from certain teams. It was more quiet. Like, I wasn't really high on the draft board, nothing like that. But I did leave the country uh, with top three in the country and scoring okay. for, like, the first, I don't know, four Five months of the season. So okay, I, I I like your story because, mind you, I've known you since you were thirteen, fourteen years old. But like you're you're the you're the unique athlete in the city where you've played. Even though it didn't pan out professionally, you're the you're the one athlete I could think of that played at every level in the city. The, yeah. you're, the, you're, you're the you're the exception yeah. when it comes to sports because you played every single level here in the city. So that that to me is dope. Yeah. T- to see you go from from that to this is this is the this is the when you talk about sports this is the ambassador really. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and that's why I would that's why it's such a sore spot I think for myself and for everybody because you know when you touch that that realm you know I get to represent my city mm. on every level of basketball that I've ever played in my life whether it's AAU and I'm traveling to. To California, I'm representing the city. Right. High school, we go to Reno, I represent the city. 
Right. Um, college, we go to Colorado. I'm representing the state. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I'm representing, and then to be able to play for Las Vegas Aces, um, that's something you want. Like, you, I want this to stick. I want to be able for everybody to feel that's grown with me during this journey yeah. and watch me my whole career to be able to be a part of that. And, you know, for it not to happen, it's like, damn, like, that was – we were so close. You know what I'm saying? And it did happen technically. Yeah. yeah. But you didn't, you didn't really get to see what could come of – what could come of it. Yeah. You know, how – you know, I may have been able to help be the ambassador, help the culture, basketball culture from the youth on up grow and be a part of that. As you know, I'm in the community a lot. So yeah, being absolutely. able to bring that aspect to, to the to the organization, to the league, could have been super powerful. Does that does this one does that one hurt more than all the other opportunities you may have may or may not have had? Most definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely because I feel like I started in San Antonio kind of gaining some momentum. Like, people were watching my games, and when we found out, like, oh, the Aces moving to San Antonio, Sequoia been, you know, getting mm -hmm. their feet wet, kind of got in the rotation pretty good. Yeah. You know, and then things were, like, just kind of changed because um, of change of direction, of uh, leadership, and then it was like, dang, like, you always going to think, like, what could have been yeah. of that? What could have happened like that? Um, not at that magnitude, I don't think, but for what LeBron did for Cleveland. Mm. You know, but I don't downplay the support that I get here. Right. You know, there's Absolutely. a lot of people that really, really back me in anything that it's I It's a do, fact. You know, um, so being that, you know, the kid from Vegas, you know what I'm saying? Did it feel like a failure? Nah. Because, you know, at, at some point I had to realize that it ain't got shit to do with me. It's mm. what they want to do. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? It, it's not nothing more that I could have done, you know. Yeah. And it, it very well could have been that I was might have been too good at my job. Oh, shit. Okay. Mm. Look, man, y'all, you're talking, boy. Can, you, can you expand on that? <clears throat> it's crazy because I actually, after I got getting cut, I went to, like, Portisot or something. And I seen this OG that, you know, my mom, one of my mom's friends, like, uh, from the west side. And I was getting a sandwich, and he like, man, you, you supposed to be in the league. Like, what they doing? Like, going off on me? I'm like, man, I don't know. You know, it's already still, <laughs> it's still adding salt, salt to the wound. Basically, yeah. I'm like, man, I don't know. I don't even know what happened. I wasn't good enough. That's usually the reason that I say it. I don't believe that, but I just say that so yeah. people can, we can kind of move on the conversation. But he like, nah, you know, you was gonna be big time. That was the problem. And I thought to myself like. I always thought that it's something that you can do more, you know? But he made me realize, like, I just thought about it. Like, I really – I had a good camp, you know? Yeah, I, I asked a lot of questions, like, what could I do better? What could I have done better? I went to teammates. I went to coaches. Like, tell me what was the problem. Yeah. You know, yeah. was it wasn't me. And he, the one who doesn't even ever step a foot in the practice, was just like, it ain't have shit to do with that. Yeah. Basically, it's well, just one of the one of the the forty eight laws of power is never outshine the master, mm. and obviously, you were a threat to whoever you was playing against during that time. It is not so basketball wise. It could be you know when we talking about talking about endorsements being seen. Now you talking about money, and that's where the politics um, come into play. Uh, Chelsea. Now you shout out to shout out to the, the goat over here. 
Don't nobody talk about playing for UNLV. Unfortunately. But when you hear kids, and even mine, when you hear kids talking about the schools they want to go to, it's either Duke is in there somewhere. And you went there. Mm-hmm. Um, before you get into, you know, your 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 Duke story and the pros and cons, I would love to hear for the kids that they just was like Duke, North Carolina. But as far as basketball, yeah, UConn, Kentucky, UConn. For, Tennessee. For, for, for Tennessee, Tennessee, definitely UConn. Yeah. Uh, Baylor. Seems like now South Carolina is South Carolina is jumping now. Uh, for women, where else? You asked my, I, I asked my Oregon. son for today Oregon. what school he want to go to. Arizona, like, is moving really? up. He said what? I said, I, I, if I asked my son today what school he gonna, he want to go to, he's going to say Duke. Wow. Well, I think it's been a change. Of, I mean, I don't know if it's been a change of heart, but, you know, because the, the HBCU talk is getting, it's getting pretty loud mm-hmm. at, at this point in time. But uh, coming up, when did you know, like, okay, I got a real – I got a real shot at this, and then going to a premier school as such. The well, you know, coming up, I was always in the gym. You know, my dad, Coach Hop. Everybody know Coach Shout Hop. Shout out to Coach Hop. Um, first black coach winning state championship here in the state of Nevada. Mm. Coach twenty too. plus years at Western Mojave uh, Rancho. Um, so you know, I was kind of always in the gym, and my dad's so old school. Like just being young, like you know playing they wanted me to go to Gorman my dad was like you ain't going to no Gorman like you going wherever your daddy coaching wherever your daddy teach that's where you gonna be so didn't do the Gorman thing I played for a small Vegas team called Lady Ice and everybody on our team was great but you know small scale in terms of like we're not traveling to all the premier tournaments yeah. and stuff like that and kind of how it happened for me was just one summer we played against this really good uh team called West Coast Premier and one Vegas girl, my best friend, actually, Monique Oliver, she was playing on West Coast Premier, and we played against them. Cheyenne alumni. Yep, Cheyenne. And um, I just turned up that game. So, you know, they kind of wanted me to go to, uh, to their team, play travel ball or whatever. My dad was against it, but because Mo was on the team, he let me go. I'm like, yeah. I want to you know, play with my best friend. She's on this team. They're going to all these tournaments. Right. We're only playing in Cali. Like, you know, I want to I go to Georgia. I want to go to, you know, right. Boo Williams. I want to go to all these big tournaments where all the girls are going. So... You know, I talked him into it. I got to play for West Coast Elite for one summer. And then I just blew up. Like, I went from uh, just, you know, small Vegas girl to next thing you know, I got Duke. I got Texas. I got Mm. North Carolina. I got, Mm. you know, I went from UC Riverside and Pepperdine. And with all due respect, like, you know, those programs were the first ones. So I appreciate that. But just one summer of playing, I went from unranked to, I think, like, number six point guard in the country. And next thing you know, like, all my offers are just high, high, high level. And um, that's kind of how it happened for me. And just at the time, I was a nerd. Like, you know, being in Mojave, I was salutatorian, Miss Valedictorian by, like, half a point. So, total nerd, you know. Sequoia used to coach me for, like, one week. She used to talk mm. about how I used to wear soccer shorts to practice and Team Jordans. But I don't remember the Team Jordans. Oh, mm. not the Team Jordans. Because you know I'm a sneakerhead. I don't remember that part, but you that's what they say. Okay, that's what they say. I got all the kicks now. Everybody know that, but. So, <laughs> I'm a nerd. I'm in the books or whatever. And at the time when I got Duke, like, they were number three women's basketball program in the country. Obviously, their academics are just insane. So, Absolutely. to me, it was just, like, the best of both worlds. Like, how could I not pick this school if I have the opportunity to go there? 
Um, so I ended up taking all my visits. I went to USC, Cal, Duke, Texas, and UCLA. And I ended up choosing Duke. And I went there, and uh, I went right after high school. So I actually went in the summertime uh, mm -hmm. to do summer wow. school before the season started. And, you know, they were just like, yo, like, you know, you're really small. So I, when I went to Duke, I was 5'6", 120 pounds maybe. So they put me on this summer program. Like, I'm taking all kinds of creatine, stuff like that. Like, I got thick. Like, titties bigger, ass, everything just bigger. <laughs> By the time I started my first game, Act up, nigga, get <laughs> but by the time I started my first game, like I grew two inches and I gained 20 pounds. So I'm 5'8", I'm 140, yeah. like 145 oh, going into crazy. my first game. Nice. So, you know, I'm out there. I'm like maybe seventh man playing, you know, 15 minutes a game behind Jasmine Thomas. She was the starting point guard at the time. She's one of my good friends. I'm playing back up to her. I'm doing well. And then, you know, 10 games in. I remember like it was yesterday, we were at Western Kentucky. I went out for a rebound, kind of landed awkwardly, tore my meniscus. Oh. So this was like shock to me because I had never been hurt before. And I guess just my body just wasn't used to putting on that much weight so fast. Yeah. Um, so I was out for most of my uh, freshman season. Came back at the end for the conference tournament, like, you know, not messing up, not doing great, just kind of making the teams even or whatever. And, you know, I was just ready for the year to be over with because I'm 3,000 miles away. My dad's not there. My mom's not there. I had my first surgery and my parents weren't with me. So I right. had the support of my teammates or whatever. But, you know, I'm just young trying to figure everything out. Right. Um, so it's like literally maybe a week before I was supposed to go home for the summer. They let all the freshmen go home um, to kind of just regroup, be with your family, come back your sophomore season. You know, so I'm like ready to go home, ready to work with my trainers, ready to work, you know, at phase one, work with Koi, whatever in the summers like we do. And I have to see the doctor because I had a surgery. So before they let you go, you have to see the doctor. Yeah. And the doctor was like, oh, well, you know, you can go home for two weeks, but you got to come back because your meniscus is still torn. So you need another surgery. Jesus. So now I'm like crying, like, okay, you know, this is crazy. So two surgeries on my left knee in a five month period. So wow. five, Jeez. six month period, mm. um, came back for my sophomore season and about to get ready to go after preseason. And I just told the coach like, yo, like, I don't feel right. Like I, my body just doesn't feel right. Like I don't feel healthy. Like I don't want to waste time. I already wasted half of my freshman season. I didn't get to play cause I was hurt. Yeah. And you know, I asked to red shirt. And she, the coach was just super offended by that. She was like, look, like, you just tore your meniscus. It wasn't your ACL. Like, it's no big deal. Like, we have top recruits coming in every single year. Like, if you don't want to play, like, wow. but it wasn't, yeah, it was crazy. And, you know, I'm young. I'm 19. Yeah. And it's just like, it was just crazy to me. So um, I didn't play at all my sophomore season. Um, barely any minutes. Last person off the bench, whatever. And uh, when my sophomore season ended, I'm like, yo, like, I'm not healthy. Like, I'm away from my family. I got to get out of here. Yeah. So I made the decision to transfer. And at that point, I didn't even know if I was going to keep hooping or not. I'm just like, yo, let me get to my mom and dad. So, yeah, yeah. you know, if I'm going to be crying and sad, I'd rather be next to my daddy than, yeah, you know, absolutely. these strangers in All North right. Carolina. So, uh, so I headed back. And it was crazy because we had played uh, San Diego State in the um, Elite Eight. And we beat them. And I've got a front row seat. And I'm watching the game and the tournament or whatever. We're slapping hands. We're going down the line. And uh, Coach Beth Burns, who was the coach of San Diego State at the time, was like, yo, whenever you're ready, like, I got a spot for you. Which mm. is super illegal. Which, it, okay, yeah, oh, it is. God. It is. Super <laughs> illegal. <laughs> so I'm, like, thinking, like, I'm not going to San Diego State. Like, what is she talking about? We just smacked them. Whatever. Like, you know. But then I'm, like, when it was time for me to transfer, I'm, like, shoot. Like, I'm about to head home and, you know, San Diego State, yeah. you know, that's a good option. And, and I reopened my recruitment and I still had 
some high major programs or whatever. But at that point, I was like, I don't even want to do that because I've been in that situation. I've been hurt and I saw yeah. how I got kind of kicked to the curb. Like, yeah. I don't want to experience that anymore. So I wanted to be close to home. And, you know, UNLV is too close to home. Well, for me, it was. So I ended up going to San Diego State uh, four hours away. My dad, my mom, my grandma came to every single game. I redshirted. I you got San Diego in four hours. It's close, yeah. You got it. You got hit it. I mean, God, I don't know how you damn. drive. I'll be you getting there. Like a book for, okay, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Red shirt and got it healthy. Um, I ended up actually tearing my meniscus again in my Jeez. good leg. So now I'm at three surgeries in two years, two and a half years. But since I went to San Diego State, like, I'm the girl from Duke. They waiting on me. They were here rubbing my knees like, come on, girl. We waiting for you to play. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, it's whatever. So it just was a different vibe. Like, they were, you know, comforting. And they wanted me to get back. And they, they thought I could be something. And and that was honestly, like, the best decision I ever made. Like, I was newcomer of the year. I was player of the year. I got every assist record you could think of. I led the country in triple doubles. Uh, they don't talk about that, but I did that. And so, you know, I did all that and, you know, all my dreams kind of still came true. And, you know, I wasn't at Duke and, you know, I kind of wish things would have been different. And I believe if I wouldn't have got hurt, it probably would have been different there because as a freshman, I, I was doing really well. But, you know, er everything kind of happens for a reason. Absolutely. And, you know, when I got to San Diego State and I had two really good seasons in my senior year, like, uh, you know, my coach was talking to me just about getting drafted and playing pro. And, you know, it just kind of became a reality like, yo, I could still play. And I ended up not getting drafted, but I was on the draft board. So I'm waiting, you know, for my name to be called. Yeah. Um, and it didn't transpire, but I ended up getting picked up as a free agent um, with San Antonio. And that's kind of how I started my professional career. Okay. How, <laughs> how does it feel being the last person on the bench, off the bench? I mean, if you're a competitor and you're not just one of those happy to be here yeah. type of girls, it hurts. Because yeah. you watching and you yeah. like, yo. Like, this is light. Like, why am I not out there? Like, everybody has those type of thoughts. Like, there's people that are genuinely just happy to be there. But mm. I've never been that type of person. I always feel like I should be playing. Even if there's people that are, you know, statistically or better than me, whatever, I just feel like I should be playing. So I've never been in any situation where I felt like I shouldn't play. And, you know, maybe that's the competitor in me or the cockiness, but, you know, I, I genuinely believe that. Absolutely. And any time I've gotten real opportunities, and a lot of my WNBA stints were not real opportunities, and by that I mean, like, I'm coming on a 10-day contract in the middle of the season. WNBA games are two to three days apart. So if you come on a 10-day, so picture games? it this way. So it's two games. The practices are super light because the games are back-to-back. Uh, -back, so we're not getting after it like that in practice for I real. Never, I never thought of it that way. No, you, so so you come and I'm coming because, you know, this girl got hurt and they might need an extra body. But I've literally done 10-day contracts where I barely practiced because there wasn't no practice. And yeah. I didn't get in the game. So you just flew me out, you know, for a little stipend because that was when they really wasn't paying. And you just <laughs> sitting on the bench like waiting for your opportunity. You know, I get in, there's 30 seconds left. Now I just want to shoot from half court. <laughs> like, why you niggas yeah. put me in? Ain't no, like, yeah. I was, now I just want to take the ball and kick it at this yeah. point. No, Carter, you did that? I should have. Quincy Carter's you? <laughs> Basically. So oh, I've had a no. lot of, you know, and, and I'm grateful for every t opportunity. It's still money and it's still exposure to a certain extent. But a part of me is just like, dang, if I could, if I could just get comfortable, if I could just get the same opportunity that this girl got. Yeah. If, I, if you could let me out there and let me make a few mistakes and know that I don't have to look over my shoulder because I'm about to come out. Like yeah. I, I could play in this league. I could do it. So have you ever had, have you had like a real camp invite where you really got to showcase your, your Well, thing? I get training camp invite. This is the first year that I haven't had an invite to camp. All and right. every 
you know, every opportunity I've had have always been like a replacement player, like, oh, this girl's hurt, so we need another body or seven-day contract or whatever. And that's why I talk about the difficulty in it because, you know, there's there's been a few camps where I was the last girl standing. And there's been camps where, like in New York, for example, when I was with Bill, Bill Lambier, the coach of the Aces, mm -hmm. I'm in New York. He told my agent I made the team. I'm the last cut. Then next thing you know, he called me into his office the next day, and now I'm going home. So th right, those are, that's right. the type of, you know, the type of situations I've been in, like yeah. just, you know, where, where I've been this close or I'm on a, you know, a seven day contract and I'm doing everything the coach wants me to do, go in the game, pass to Sequoia, make sure she gets all the easy shots and you did your job, right? You do everything they ask you to do and, and it's still not enough and it's not enough to keep you there. Like now I feel like I should have did what I wanted to do because yeah. he was going to cut me anyway. I should have went out there just, you know, and did me. <laughs> yeah. So that's just kind of how I felt like with my situations. Like I've just been in a lot of situations where I just never got to get comfortable. And, and it's all a timing thing. And it, like the rosters are short, you know, the games come quickly. So it's just, it's just part of it. So I understand it, but that doesn't make it any easier when you feel like you belong. Yeah. So, so I, I've, I've heard both of you, you guys talk, right? And both of you have used the word specialist describing. Not me. I ain't a special. Not no, no, but you <laughs> I'm a bucket. Both Thanks. of you both of you have both of you have said the word specialist. Yes. Both of you are also coaches now. Eh, she's a coach. I'm a, a helper. <laughs> I just, you know, I jump in with Koi whenever she needs me. I seen you. you That's true. Okay. I try. Old daughter on the team. So I try. So why do um because you, you guys are, have been on both sides now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Why do so many coaches um, train kids? Uh, what's the word? Why do so many? Why, why do so many coaches train kids to be quote unquote bucket getters? And a lot of them are not. But why isn't the emphasis on being a specialist? When that's the majority of the league in college, in my opinion. Like, there only are a handful of, quote-unquote, superstars. When I look at the when I, when I look at the WNBA, I can only think of two, like, off the top of my dome, that are completely just, I'm the, I'm the woman. That's me. And that's Brianna and Diana. Other than that, everybody else is kind of like. Y'all got to give CP some respect. Candace Parker, Della Don. There, there's more for sure. There's Candace, more for sure. Candace Parker is a superstar specialist. Candace Parker could yes, give it to you any you way you want it. You Trust me. Who? You. Candace is disrespected like crazy. I think Candace Parker, Candace Parker would give you a bucket. She's very, very smart. She'd give you a bucket, but she's... She can do everything. She will, she, she's like a pass first. No. no. She could do everything and she could do anything. Like, she's really that good and people disrespect her so much. But to answer your question, it's a mix between, you know, the talent... Because what what brings somebody to become a superstar is their talent. It's okay. more than skill set that brings the cream to the top. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So you want to try to find that as a coach. But I guess it's a loaded question in the fact that, one, you don't have good coaches that aren't going to tell, tell players, like, look, 
you a shooter. We don't need to be out here working on all this pick and roll stuff when that's not what you're ever going to yeah. do. You need to be really, really good <laughs> at being a shooter. Absolutely. You know yeah. Mm-hmm. That type of thing. So you don't have people that are willing to break kids' game down like that and, and get that point across in a way that's, you know, um, effective for the child. Yeah. One. Two, um, it depends on where in the development the child is. You know what I mean? Because you don't want to break their spirits when they're, I don't know, middle school. Because you never know what something could develop into. You know what I'm saying? I never was a shooter. Now I'm coming into the game, checking into a WNBA game where I have not put up any stats, and people are saying, she's a shooter, she's a shooter. Mm. Never in my life. Very, in very, my entire very, life. Very, 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 <laughs> very, very polished jumper, by the way. Right. So that's something that I worked on and that was developed after the fact. But so one, the coaches. Two, you don't want to break spirits in the um, – but I think at, at a college – you're supposed to be talking to a kid about if they want to go to the next level, how they're going to be successful, what area of the game they're going to be able to be effective. Now, you have a plethora of scores in the college that aren't going to be scores in the mm-hmm. league because they got that already. So if you are a scorer, it's easier to kind of transform a score into a shooter, for example. Let's just use that for example. You can't make a defensive specialist that can't shoot, can't dribble, or do anything into that. So – that can be a little wishy-washy with the scorer and the shooter, but you got to know at some point, hey, you got to just be able to shoot well enough to be 3 and D, the way I can put you on the court, to defend and know that you're not a liability on offense. Mm-hmm. Or you got to be so damn good on defense that it ain't going to matter <laughs> how bad you are offensively, you know, so that I can make make it work. But I don't think that in the league, for example, that there's – so many superstars or specialists. Every player out there is – there's some utility players. There's some defensive stoppers. There's some shooters. But I would say two out of the three on every five that's out there is somebody – is one and two option. Like, you're going to score or you're going to score. Everybody else is complimentary. You know what I'm saying? You might have one mm-hmm. at the guard position and one in the post. So, people know – Either really, you ain't really got a skill set like that. You just big as hell, so we got to give you the ball because we'll be stupid not to. Yeah. Type of thing. So, on the outside looking in, how many superstars are in the league to you? Brianna Stewart. Candace Parker. Yeah. Diana. You got to give Diana, you know, her props. She kind of on her way out, but she's still very That's good. she go. Um, who else? Deladon. Deladon. For sure. Um, mm, I forgot about her. Damn. Shoot. Uh, still wish, like Maya was playing. Yeah, Maya is my Maya was playing, I think she's, she's yeah, yeah. Maya's she, done. She though. has a bigger purpose. Yeah, she's done. Um, but probably that's it. Superstar wise, I have Maya, and that's it. There's Superstar. some other really good all star, you know, caliber players. Yeah. Um, but just superstar status right now, it's yeah. you know, to me, Brianna Stewart's at the top right now. Yep. I argue with Sequoia about this all the time. Like she's the most. She's she's the most. To me, she's the probably the only unguardable player in the league. Most complete. Candace is unguardable too, though. Candace, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you got to watch Candace tape because you over here making noises and you don't know she really like that. Uh, Candace and LeBron are similar to me. Whoa. <laughs> now you know I'm LeBron, so. Yeah. Candace and LeBron are similar to me. Okay, what, is, what does that even mean? One on one. She has no, she has no ISO game. What? No ISO. Oh she, my! She'll bully you to the basket, but she ain't got no ISO game. Candace fadeaway jumper. Turn around. Turn around fadeaway. She got 
tween tween hezzy pool she got the i mean <laughs> she got she, these. the only thing Can- yeah. candace is not an amazing shooter but no. like said, she's a bucket she's going to bucket. get where she wants to get and you better just hope she misses like that's really it like you're not going to contest her and because she's tall, <laughs> her you know handle ain't gonna be like she mixed you with some shit, but she don't need that. Yeah, you know and there's saying? nobody she in her position that could guard her. Scoop, she's like, going to bully you to the <laughs> She's bad. not a bully ball. Bron is way more bully ball because he's big, but and I'm Bron too. It, I really Bron it don't matter how you do it okay. though. He has zero. Doesn't ice. matter how you do it if you just gonna score. Like, does it matter? True. His two K ISO game. Is <laughs> okay. See, enough with the LeBron <laughs> slander. I, 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 so I think for me, I um. I don't. I don't like Candace Parker because she had sex with Sheldon Williams. Oh my god! <laughs> Ooh wee! <laughs> okay, but I know I could. What's that got to do with him, though? What? Have you seen Sheldon Williams? I have. <laughs> he, went yeah. he went to Duke. He, he went, went to Duke. Duke so, <laughs> <laughs> well, Candace is past that now. So yeah, that's the nigga that's trying to kill Simba. <laughs> um. So you coming? You coming into? You coming into the league as a as a bucket? You go to Phoenix. Houston first. You go to you go to Houston and you go to Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Now you're aside someone. Somebody. <laughs> a somebody. You're aside yeah. a bucket getter. Mm-hmm. How do you, how do you adjust to that? Well, it starts with how bad you really want to be there, first of all. And then you have to reinvent yourself. Mm-hmm. You can't stay stuck. You know, and what the shoulda, coulda, wouldas was. Because I knew, you know, going into Houston, the expectation, there was no expectation. For myself, it was to make the team. But from yeah. anybody else, it wasn't nothing. I was undrafted, just like Chelsea. I sat, you know, we going to draft you. I watched the draft, and my name was never called. But when they called me on draft day, this is my call. You know what I'm saying? It ain't no contract involved. It's a, it's a quote-unquote walk-on situation like you would in college. Yeah. But this is my opportunity to show that I'm just as good as the players, the four rookies that you drafted so let's get to work like, yeah but going in into a situation where they got bucket getters they got diana they got penny toller they got you know tamika johnson they got they cappy that just left mm. right before cappy i got there bucket right? cappy they don't need her flowers need... too man she need her flowers need her sorry flowers. that's a side note but it's a shame because she was be she was a side she's on the side of diana she got the players respect though there she got the people the peers, when people you, that know, know. Can't be a bucket. You know, she what I'm still saying? is. I ain't never seen Diana. Me and, me and DT got the same birthday, like, so she cool. But I ain't never seen Diana in no lifetime runs with Melo and these niggas mm. hooping and getting to it. I ain't never seen that. I ain't never seen that from nobody. Mm-hmm. I, Candace, a little bit, I see it here and there, like some post. I was told. I was told Diana was in the I ain't seen it. Runs. I ain't seen it. I was told she was in similar runs. I don't know if it's true, but I was I ain't seen it. I don't think that she can't be because she could shoot that. She could shoot, yeah. Like crazy. They ain't got to do much to get her the ball in a couple seconds. Like, she can get get it up. But Cappy's out there handling the ball, Mm, sidestepping, doing what she does. Just, you know, Cappy. So, shout out to Cappy, though. Yeah, Yeah, man. They got to do better by, by some of these WNBA greats. Like, just a little side note. Like, Simone Augustus just retired. She did and I haven't heard really nothing about like. Do people yeah. know how nice Simone was? Like, if you I'm, really watch hoop, like she had the same impact in the she's league. A legend. She in college, and when she was playing for Minnesota, yeah. fuck yeah, a legend. She got four rings. Was that, how long ago was that Minnesota career? It was three years ago because she left and you know she went to LA, whatever. But you know the disrespect though, like. Yeah. 
I'm telling you, Simone no, is like that. What's, what's my sister? We got it. We got it. Whatever we can do as fans, we got to do something. What's my sister that? Well, she like oh and nine. Hey, Angel McCautry. <sighs> Angel McCautry, right? God bless that sister. Okay, she played by injuries now, but Angel. No, she's like what oh and nine in the like final. Oh, in the no, not oh and nine, but yeah, she hasn't. Won oh, in the it's finals. up there. Like oh and nine, I think it's oh and nine or something like that. It's something okay. Like that. Okay, but you can't just put that on her. If you want to talk about just her as a player, she's like that too. No, she's now a, she's I, you know injured and yeah. banged up, and she tore her other ACL, so Jeez. it's gonna be Christ. tough because she's older now. But yeah. yeah, prayers up to to uh, Angel. But people who know, like I'm telling you, everybody know Angel is like that too. And you know, in college, she was a little crazy. She might throw a chair, or something oh, like that. But she gonna have thirty. Yeah. So yeah. what? Um. So so <laughs> you. So you, by the grace of God, you went to a tournament with your friend, um, and that's how you were seen at first. Yeah, basically just switching teams. Getting, you didn't start getting better until your junior year. You was really get you was getting buckets your, by your junior year. <clears throat> well, I think you know she went through the whole process of how she got recruited to Duke and and all of that. So that's how she got to Duke. And then after Duke, it was mostly the triple-doubles and everything she did at San Diego State that I think caught eyes. For me, it was like this coach just happened to be in the gym while I was playing against somebody he was watching. Yeah. You know, and they talk. You know, word travels. And so coming into senior year, it was like, okay, you got to make some noise. You know, the program isn't as storied on the women's side as probably Duke is. So you got to separate yourself. You know, so scoring a bunch of points tonight. I mean, I I remember one game we played George Washington. We was losing by, shit, 20 at halftime. I had three points. I had 25 in the second half, and we won the game by three points Mm -hmm. against George Washington, Mm -hmm. who had two perennial perennial post players. Like, they were twins at the time that were getting recruited. So, you know, I'm like, okay, I'm not performing right now. I got to do something. Yeah. You know, almost single-handedly. You know, I needed everybody else out there, of course, but I willed us to a win yeah. at that point. And, and it was just me showcasing, showcasing my heart, my, you know, what talent, ability that I had that kind of opened scouts' eyes yeah. on that level. So, Do you guys think the process is still the same? Can a kid today be afforded that much time to get better? It seems like it's it easier like now. To, you think so? You, got, you, could post, you could post that you're doing anything. Y'all know I, I was dunking. A long yes, time you ago. Are. Imagine what kind of recognition that would have gotten for me in high school. You think I only would have been able to pray at night and say I'm going to UNLV tomorrow? Or would it have been a much tougher decision? You know what I'm saying? The saying, yeah. this kid is really out there doing yeah. something wild that right. wasn't really heard of at that time yeah. for my height, really. Yeah. Well, but I, I think for the kids, like, just in my opinion, like, you know, we got the rankings and the social media and all that stuff. And all that stuff is fine. That's nice. Whatever. But it's better to be good late because I see a lot of kids, you know, they rank you, hey, the number one sixth grader in the country. Then they get to college and we don't even know them anymore. Like, so it's okay to be a late bloomer and kids need to understand that. It's about work. Like, you got to just get in the gym, refine your game and just, you know, keep going forward and you know and that's when the opportunities will be there you'll be ready but you don't have to be the best right now like it just seems like just man, don't. it's so much pressure on these kids to be a final product already that's, that's just the unfortunate it's in part. face 
all day. We didn't have that's that yeah. stuff to look at. Yeah. We looking at, you know, um, these kids that are, you know, perennial right now, high school stars. Mm. You know what I'm saying? They're five star this, five star that. All they see, they see the mixtapes, the ball is life, the yeah. this, the that. Like all they see is that all the time because they're on their phone all day. You know, we had the time to not look at that. Like, no, nah, we got to go to the if game. If they ain't calling you, you got to go to the game. Go to the game. Mm-hmm. If they not calling you every day or sending you letter after letter after letter, you got to take a pack of letters with a rubber band around it <laughs> just to show people who recruiting you. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You can see it on social media. My top five are, my top ten are. Blessed to receive this offer. Blessed to receive this offer every yeah. single day. So, but almost to me, though, that makes the, the market oversaturated. And watered down mm. because now it's just a lot of everybody's so good. In our class, you had to actually be heard around the country yeah, to be number one. Yes, yeah, you did. It'll be somebody who I never even heard their name before. They like, I'm like, who is that? I never heard of that person before. But it was no way that we didn't know LeBron. Without social media, like yeah. he came to Vegas to play in a big time tournament, we it went like, crazy. Like we, he looked like a grown man, yeah. you know, like amongst like, boys. But how did we hear about that? It was all word of mouth. Yeah. Somebody who got their ass torched by their team and talked about it and talked about it and talked about it. That means you real. It's like a urban legend type of thing. Yeah. Mm. But yeah. now it's just some shit that you see every day. And the rankings, like she said, about it being watered down, like, you know, it just does the kids a disservice, in my opinion, because then when you finally get to see him or you heard about him, you heard about him, then you think and you're like, he ain't really like that. She ain't really like that. And then they get exposed, like, the next level. More times than not, it's like that. That's what happens. Every once in a while, you do like, yeah, they was right on this one. Yeah. They got this one right. Like, but a lot go. of them wrong. Is but it a lot of time it's them? like, why ain't this kid ranked? Like, he's at this kid next. Like, yeah. what? Is it the same? Is it on? the same? With women? Absolutely. I mean, yeah. There, there's people that, you know, you hear about, a lot of hype. And then when they finally get out there, it's like, yo, you know, she not really like that. Like, I'm going to get at her because it's really light, you know. Yeah. But, you know, she ain't played against me or, you know, they let her be what she is. But she ain't played, you know. Yeah. She didn't play against enough people. Okay, I got, I got a question. It's opportunity, you know, when you get yeah, that too. Since the conversation we had a couple months ago, every time we get somebody who's an athlete in this building, we ask a question. <laughs> when it comes to women, Las Vegas women's basketball, who's the standard? Sequoia. Why Sequoia and why not Italy? Ooh, that's uh, what I was just finna well, go. Italy's up there. I mean, you know, there, there's only a few of us. It's me, Italy, and Sequoia, really, if you talk about people that, you know, went about, to the highest level. What about um, the Rock Lauder? No. Yeah, but Lindy ain't playing the league though. I'm talking about just okay. went to the highest level. Okay. And, and Lindy, that's my sis. We played together. But yeah. we're just talking about it's only a few. Me, Sequoia, Italy, Mo touched the league a little bit with, you know, training camp contracts and stuff what like that. Who did you go to out of high school? Cheyenne. No, out of high school. Rutgers. Oh, Rutgers, yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. But you know Oh, Don was her coach. What is it Don? Uh Stadium? no 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 no. You're talking about Vivian Stringer. In Rutgers, yeah. She's been the coach there since they opened, since the school opened. was at Temple, and then Don Staley was at Temple, and then went to the South. Okay. okay. So it's only been y'all four so far? Yeah, that have touched the league, yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. Wow. And I I think, you know, Italy, you know, she's right there. But for for me, just, you know, coming up in Vegas, coming up behind Sequoia, like, everybody knows Sequoia. Like, this this is her city. This is her city. So I said, she the GOAT. I'm the baby GOAT. You know, Italy. (laughs) 
Goat Junior. <laughs> nah, Italy, Italy is up there. And all due respect, like, Italy is tough. We had a lot of battles in high school. Uh, just going at each other. I never actually beat Italy. Like I our think, team, nobody Italy, did. Italy's, yeah, Italy's yeah. high school career trumps. It's impeccable. Oh, absolutely, it's impeccable. Fifty ball, McDonald's, All yeah. American. Like, ain't nothing we can say. We went to Mojave. Like, yeah, the fall, Next to the not farm. to say that it has anything to do with our ability. Right. But she was on that stage. Yeah. yeah. So she got that. You know what I'm saying? College. I would say go to Chelsea. She had the best college career. Out of all of us, with injuries and everything, she went to the best school at the time. Even North Carolina was that's awesome. You know, we had Oklahoma's, we had that, but the best school, and then to go to some other school that nobody gives a damn about, especially not me, because they in the mountain. <laughs> we West. used to smack you in OV too, and just in case. Lead the country in triple doubles. Mm. It's hard. I don't even think I ever had a triple double in my life. Like one, just one. Okay. One triple double to the lead of country. So, but but I just look at it from not even a basketball standpoint. I just look at it from impact. Like there's, you're not gonna go anywhere and people don't know Sequoia. Like it is, and a lot of people know me, but it's mostly from my dad. Oh, you coach up daughter? Yeah, okay. Hey, baby girl, you know whatever. Like they know Sequoia because she's Sequoia, so yeah. she is the standard, and that's coming from somebody who hoops too. Like yeah. you can't go nowhere in the city and people don't know her. So I look at it from a broader scope. I don't look at it as you know because if it's from league, we both touch the league. Italy touched the league. But who had the biggest impact? Who's going to go down as, you know, the one in terms of women? And I, I don't think it, me and Italy can can touch that. Like in terms of just does your does your impact in the community does your impact in the community have something to do with that? Because I, I've I've never actually seen Italy in the community ever. She, uh, she doesn't live. Yeah, here. she doesn't live here. She doesn't live. I'm just saying. Like I just say, we had we had the conversation about me. It was, Greg Anthony. I had to remove Greg Come Anthony on, from, the, from the conversation because I've never seen Greg you Anthony. You would never see Italy on the West Yeah, well, well, Italy. But that's not true because she grew up there. She yeah. played at Doolittle. But when she went to. When in she Doolittle, went, like, literally yeah, that's dropped true. off never in. Never yeah. seen Italy. But ask Hank. Ask Hank. Yeah. Maybe. Ask Hank. Ask Jimmy. Maybe ask, Silver Mesa. No. I never nah, seen Nah, she been in Doolittle. But, but I just, is she from the West Side? No, she's not from the West Side. Nah, but. But she's from over there. No, more north. Like, north. New north. But. Well, back then it wasn't really new north. She went to Centennial, <laughs> but there wasn't shit out there. You had yeah. to live in the north to even go there. Yeah, but like, see, in, in right, North she, when when Centennial first opened up, when Centennial first, a little. Mulaski. Oh, she's oh she's from no, over there then. She's uh, no, yeah. I can't oh, she's she from the, okay. I remember. E either way though, after Italy went to Carolina, like she never really came back. Like her dad is still here, you know. But like just living here and being like me and Koi are here. Like I've done some things together. Yeah. Here. I've personally never seen her in the community yeah. ever. No, we've done some things together. She had a daddy-daughter camp. Her and Lamar did yeah. that before. Okay. Um, one of the first, actually, to do that in that's, the city, that's, period. That's, 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 a dope, dope. that's a dope concept. Um, I like that concept. So they, I don't know. Yeah, but you talking know, about, she, like, living here, she, yeah, she doesn't she, really she live here. She's overseas more a long time. Like, she plays with a national team at, at Golden now, and she be gone and live in L.A. and do her modeling thing, whatever she's doing. So I think your impact in the community does – but for me, when I look at it, I don't think you had a choice to then to do what I do in the community or what. I think your name was too strong for you to disappear like that. Maybe I don't know if you would have been afforded that luxury. I put that on myself though, and maybe people were gonna help hold me accountable for sure. If Absolutely, one hundred percent. I b I believe that for sure. Do, do you think staying staying and going to UNLV had anything to do with that? Yes. 
So maybe, so maybe if you are going to like USC or somewhere else, maybe your impact <laughs> in the community might not be the same. My, it, it would have been the same because that's what I was on. Because I was going to do it regardless of what okay. that. Oh, you were going to you were going to UNLV regardless. No, I was going to come back and do what I did okay. in, in my community because that was one of my goals. Period. Wasn't going nothing could stop me from doing that. If I had to do it remotely, it yeah. don't matter. But. I think your impact does. That's why people know my name because I'm here. I've been in the community. I spent four years in school and whatever I was doing in the summers, the camps and the clinics and the basketball community. But I think that um, it affects it. But, you know, when I think about it, I'm thinking about who going to be the hardest comp. When, when we line them up. It's you. Who's going to do what? It's you. I'm gonna be the toughest for everybody to beat. Okay. That's what well, I feel. What like. was your What was your? Those reason? two are gonna be my best comp in my mind. Chelsea and Italy. Nobody else. I don't even think about them. They're Ooh. not close. What was your reason to go into UNLV? Because it's not. You know, we we've had so many conversations about that, and it always comes back to like, this is home. It's too close to home. Or UNLV didn't recruit me. Yeah, uh, UNLV did not recruit me. So. Even after even after you're staying with West Coast United, they didn't. Well, let Sequoia tell it. This is what she says. Her coach at the time was on her way out. Like she knew this was gonna she be her last fired season. She got when I left. Um, but apart. UNLV didn't recruit me like that. So finished. you know, uh, yeah. not that I would have went there. Just being honest. But I'm saying it's not like they were. I'm not saying I'm not saying that they shouldn't have tried harder because I do think that I think every kid, if you in the city and that I just got off of a show with Lindy few minutes ago if you are a top tier player in vegas top 10 you should get a letter from unlv just to show that Mm -hmm. i'm interested so where are they missing the mark well now they start now they got three four kids yeah lindy Lindy on her way lindy is like not playing around she's she's the women's coach now right yeah yeah but i just think about my class alone like my class was crazy here like ashley gale went to texas Mo went to Rutgers. Darielle went to Oregon. I went to Mo's Duke. Like, though. okay, but, okay, she she's a year younger. But I'm just saying, our little group of people, these are all, like, my circle of really close friends. Like, if we all would in, went to UNLV, like, it would have been lit. Like, Absolutely. But everybody else went high major D1, you know, everywhere else. So I just think about, like, how, what could have been. You know, hindsight is twenty twenty, but I just feel like. It could have been something for even sure. If you, even if you chose a different school, like would have would the, the satisfaction of knowing the school in my city actually recognized me as a basketball player, would that do something to your confidence? Okay, well, if I would have felt like me and all my homies are getting recruited and we all going to UNLV, I would have just looked at the school differently. Period. Okay. Like, okay, yeah, I do have Duke, but I got Ashley and Darielle and Mo and all my all my niggas going to UNLV, so yeah. we just got to run it up here. Like, but you know, but I didn't even have that thought process because none of us considered UNLV and none of us. I can't really speak for them, but I wasn't recruited by UNLV That's like crazy. that. But we all went high major D1. Like, everybody on the small Vegas team that I went to all played Division One. Like, we had, you know, people who went to Alabama State, and that's not high major, but it's still D1. Like, yeah. everybody on our team went D1. And Texas and Oregon and Duke and, like, if we all played at the same time or even had the thought process that we all going to stay home, like, UNLV could have been crazy. Because sure. Koi set the tone, but, you know, we could have followed suit. You know what I mean? But we all we all got away. They definitely should have. Tashina was there when you were there, right? Mm-hmm. Definitely more effort should have been into it, no, without a doubt. I And I love my coach, but they was young, and I was in college. When they were coming to the games, they should have been talking to them, having conversations with them. And, you know, it was on some 
well, positions and height, and it don't matter. She get top ten. You should be receiving a letter from that university just cause on strength. But what's the what is the average height in the WNBA? I'm five eight almost, and I would be tall for a point guard. Like you know, average point guard probably five six, five seven. So um, what height are they looking for? Well, she grew. When yeah, I was 5'6 like, when I went to Duke. Five, so I was small. But who cares? If I'm good enough to go to Duke, I'm good enough to go to UNLV. Send me a letter. That's crazy. I just said that. Yo, I, I know. That. But so I'm just saying. I'm not saying. disagreeing with that. <laughs> I'm not disagreeing with that. You should have, for sure. All of y'all. But just because on the strength, like, you here, you play, like, here, you need to know that we looking. You, but, you but, in our radar. Okay, but the Even crazy we part. we're really not going to pick you, you in our radar. Okay, but the crazy part about it is that we were there. We're at Sequoia. I'm I'm a kid and I'm at Sequoia's game. That is a I am there. Fumble. So there, there's really just no excuse because me and Darielle ran behind Sequoia, you know, the whole time she was at UNLV. Fumble. So I just feel like yeah, I wasn't the coach. <laughs> so, you should have I mean, been. If it was up to me, <laughs> you should have been. I'm in the locker room. I'm like, oh, y'all need to be doing this, doing that. I'm on my way out. I yeah. I believe that that was the thought process behind it. Afterwards, is like I can't attach them to this like yeah. they might deserve better you know what i'm saying like why even put them through that and i'm about yeah. to be up out of here that's what i think because i love my coach and i just want to think that yeah. about her so i'm gonna leave that there y'all can say what <laughs> she should have been sending y'all letters every week coming to the games this that and the third yeah but I, I could only speak for me though it you know? is what it is and i just think yeah i mean i know Lenny, lenny's gonna do a better job of that trying to keep telling home for sure. But I went there because I was challenged. The coach told me I wasn't going to play. Mm. And I just told this story an hour ago. She was like, yeah, I'm on an unofficial visit. I came, worked out, kind of watched. And like, yeah, you're not going to really play. Like, we had these Kodak All-Americans. Like, you mm. you might barely get into the rotation. Just like that. Straight to my face. And I was like, this woman got to be crazy. She done came to all my games, all my high school games. She never missed one. So why she saying this? They don't yeah. even make no sense. Mm. She she's so it's more like a dare for you to drugs, <laughs> and then <laughs> I'm like, yeah, okay, like yeah, all right. But I knew that that day yeah. that she was gonna push me and challenge okay. me to be the best basketball player I could be. So, I mean, I, I want to ask you a question. I want to ask a question, and uh, you know, I'm gonna read the room here. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Do the rules apply to y'all like they apply to us? Like, what you mean? Is it a bad thing? Like, do y'all have sex before games? Before game? Not before no. a game. No. Not before a game. Oh, shit. Try not to. I mean. <laughs> look. look. <laughs> I mean, before if a I game. Can. Speaking of, that's a good segue. I'm glad you said that. WNBA lesbian culture. Candace Wiggins, <laughs> straight star, speaks out. <laughs> <laughs> she was wigging. <laughs> wigging out. <laughs> How, mu- how much? Is, how much of what she said was true? Okay, I was actually on New York's team with Candace. Okay, um, and I don't ever want to downplay someone else's experience or say it's not true because yeah. you know they live their truth. I live my truth. Right. I have so many WNBA friends, so many lesbian friends. Yeah. Been on you know multiple WNBA teams, and I have never experienced the type of stuff that she was talking about like yes the 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 WNBA you know there's a lot of uh, lesbians in the league um you know I've been in the locker rooms I've been showering I've been butt naked I I have never had those type of experiences for the most part everybody 
respects everybody. You know, some of the players dating each other, that kind of stuff happens. You know, absolutely. absolutely. I don't, right. you know, but I've never felt uncomfortable. I never felt like somebody was, you know, inappropriate with me. Like, I never had that experience. And granted, I never played a complete season. And, you know, yeah. so I've been, maybe I wasn't there enough time for somebody to rub my leg or whatever. But I never experienced that. Do, do, you, so, think, do you think that 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 myth or that rumor really hurts the game of women's basketball you know i can't call it a rumor though because if she says that you know that's her experience then and then i don't no, want to no, say not, it's not not, but. not not specifically on her mm-hmm. but the fact that if my daughter plays basketball she's going to be a lesbian i hate that i hate that because i feel like you know Straight women's basketball players do exist. Like, okay, I'm straight. There's a lot of women in the league that have babies. Skylar Diggins, she's married. She has a kid. Mm. You know, um, Bria Hartley, she has a kid. Like, De'Ara Camp. Like, there's a lot of straight WNBA players, but they don't really talk about those because there's obviously more gay players. Um, But I just feel like, you know, maybe being in that environment, you know, people might be tempted to try it or do whatever. But, you know, People are going to, they're going to be who they are, like, you know, and and you can, and it's not just basketball, like, people can test that waters in college, people, you know, like, I hate when people just let it be like a, this is a WABA thing, if you go here, you're going to be gay, like, people have those same experiences in other environments, too. So if if it's not something that you're into, then it's not going to happen, like, but if you're curious about it, and, you know, somebody tries you then you might like i just look at it that way i don't think it's exclusive to the WNBA. so i hate when people say like if you play women's basketball you're just gonna be gay because that's just not true because like i know a lot of gay softball players them too soccer a lot of gay soccer women's soccer i know gay track runners or lesbian track runners hmm. like and they Got nails out to here. Yeah. Only you know, the WNBA gets that label. Yeah, to her point. So Only I the don't, WNBA. I don't, I don't think Brittany Griner helped because she cut her titties off. <laughs> no, she did not. She got on Charles. She got on Charles. She like Brittany Griner became a whole real nigga. Like she didn't help the. She didn't help that. That stigma. That stigma. play. What makes the stigma so bad to me is that it affects what you're looking at the product. This is a fact. It's not got nothing to do with that. Like. We're not sitting here and talking about the sexuality of an NBA player. Ever. Ever, really. Like, you know, when it came out that, you know, Jason Collins. Jason Collins, yeah. That shit lasted two seconds. Yeah, because they wanted it out of there. They wanted to sweep it under the rug. It was done. But it's it's Jason Collins, though. If it's. No, the only one that. It's Brandon Ingram or it's Lonzo Ball. Dwight. Dwight. It's over with. He was on his way out, though. (laughs) Dwight Howard is. The training, the training way, shit. On, that wasn't on his way out though. Yeah, he was on his way. He was in Atlanta at the time. Like nobody was checking for Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard got a career resurgence when he went back to L.A. And now he's back to being the same Dwight he was. <laughs> the, the point the, here is, guys, that if it's, it's a not, star, if it's a young star though, if it's if a young, it's a young star, star, like a, is it is the conversation? It's different? not gonna it's not gonna stay, hang around. Maybe because they don't want it to hang around to affect the league, but it doesn't. It shouldn't have a direct correlation to the product. Like whether I'm gay or not. Lesbian or not doesn't, doesn't matter, matter if I can hoop. This is a fact. Do you do you think do you think if tomorrow Zion Williamson was like I'm gay, it wouldn't affect the product at all? No, but he he's still gonna be able to hoop. <laughs> 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 because because I think you know he's still gonna be able to hoop, but the culture thing is like 
it's it's so unexpected. So it would shock people. It would sure. shock people, but yeah. it's not going to change the product of what's happening. Yeah, he's still yeah, going to get that multi million dollar contract more fast because there's more niggas on the DL than women that are gay. Yeah. And there is niggas in the NBA that's gay. A hundred, I believe it. Easily, a hundred ten thousand times. You see over. the way they dress when they come to the game. <laughs> But but why do we sexualize women so much though? Like Ooh, like you look oh at a women's God. basketball game and why is it about that? Yeah, yeah, she got her lashes on. Like some girls do want to be cute when they hoop, and some yeah. just want to hoop. So they talking about though. Britney looks like whatever. Britney out there getting a bucket. She doesn't care. Yeah. She Britney looks. cut her titties off. No, she did not. Stop saying that. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like you don't have to sexualize us. We're playing a sport. Like say that for good. You can't see that's the you problem. Can't, I can't look at Scott niggas problem, and not think fam. like my God. That is your problem. Okay, you can look at me. We still look at niggas and be like, he fun. Yeah. You can look at me, but don't do that in spite of how I'm playing. It should be after the fact. It should it shouldn't it shouldn't To me, it shouldn't mess with the product though. Exactly. And that is becoming diluted. Let it be Skylar, dang, she out there, she got 30, and she fine. Let it be after the fact, but it's always, yeah. like, it's always so, how a girl looks or, or how she like, dresses. I don't want to watch the league because they all lesbians. What does that have to do with them playing basketball? I don't say I don't want to watch the NBA because them niggas can't dress because they look crazy. Yeah. Talking to the mic. Oh, baby. into yeah, the mic. There go. Speaking to the bad, mic, my baby. Bad. My bad. I like you know who I had a crazy crush on. Who? She got a fade now though. Fuck me up. <laughs> Candace Dupree. Who? Y'all know who Candace Dupree. Yes, but Candace, Candace haircut Dupree. is. She, she don't got a fade. Nice. She don't got a fade no more though. Haircut. Tell me it's not a mohawk. I, I think she got a little natural fro now. Hey man, she used to wear. She used to hoop. She used to have a flat iron. I, I don't know who Candace Dupree is. Yeah, I look her up. She played for Seattle now. But she's an OG in the league. She played for Phoenix, played for Indiana. Can't pre with that. Damn, what? Look her up. Now, <laughs> now cause she now because she got a haircut. Yeah, she ain't. Me up. I ain't, I ain't see her in a minute. Well, what's wrong with short hair, though? No, nah, she got like a for real. Like, a curly <laughs> boozy fade. Candace Dupree. But, um, so, in this, in this, uh, serious, serious question. I'm like, I'm. Oh no! <laughs> what? What happened? This is like Lonzo Ball. Oh, you like Kyle Kuzma? Hey, you know, you know what? You you know what? Uh. Oh, you you know you know Atlanta. Who was Atlanta's mayor? That shit is uh, fucking perfect. I just thought What's about it. What's her name? Mayor Bottoms. Keisha. Ah, yeah, Keisha ah, Lance Bottoms. Ah, yeah, <laughs> that shit is genius. <laughs> and she leaving, dog. That's fucked up. She out of here. She she said she ain't. Now, um, to get a, uh, I don't want to get you know too serious, but I, I want to get kind of serious because we're in this the area that we are in, right? Um. With you guys coaching and have been coaching, have you seen the way we've we've all dipped and dived in basketball? You know what I'm saying? I'm a, you know what I'm saying? gold medal, <laughs> gold medal, EOS finish. You feel me? <laughs> but we all know how um, a lot of coaches coach, especially like, you know your dad, 
You know what I'm saying? But the times that we we are in, have you seen the coaching style change because of the times? Like they don't want to I can't say, hey man, you playing like a pussy. The kids are softer now. I think I think Koi should answer this because she's a mean coach. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a mean coach. Male specifically. Male I, I'm I'm starting to I see a lot more males coaching women. That dynamic, how does that how do you make something like that work? Well, it's always been a male dominant profession anyway. Yep. I think it's more in the in the spotlight women's sports now, so you're seeing it a lot more, but our first first coaches were men. Mm-hmm. Her second coach was a man. You know, she didn't get a real coach, uh, a woman coach Jesus. until <laughs> uh, Damn. Damn. <laughs> a woman coach until uh college. Shit. Yeah. I had one briefly in high school. But, but for most, the most of part, yeah. for the most part, and myself included, like I didn't have a basketball coach. Like I had whose first sport, like this is what I know, like basketball. Let me teach you how to be a mm. female athlete from this perspective, knowing. Like every influence that I had early on was a man because it's a male dominated game. Is a fact. So men coaching little girls right now is to for me in the sport is normal like that's just how it is i think we're starting to see a lot more women think that they can dominate that area like can be the face and the the mentor be the person that those little girls look up to so i think it's a little bit reversed so i i would disagree in that aspect but to coaching just in general the kids are different so you got to make adjustments okay let me let me rephrase it you got to adjust. So, let me rephrase it. So, in the, the era of um, the Me Too and, and, and males displaying predatory behavior, have you seen the effects of it reach women's basketball yet? Hmm. I, I don't – I haven't seen it. I won't say that it's not going on. For sure, it probably is. I haven't seen it because I think that sports empower women so much mm. that they have a voice and they like, I ain't going for it, you know? So, you know, you do have, you know, the coaching courses and things you have to take, like in order to become a coach and they take you through the rigmarole, like yeah. what, you know, what's inappropriate, so on and so forth. Sure. It still happens 100%, but you know, in basketball and team sports, you know, individual sports is more of a target for sure. But because around women's sports, you have so much support, you know, you can rally with your sisters. Mm. You can rally with them. Like, you have a best friend on a team, like, that she'll probably know everything. You're un- going to understand that there's a change in behavior. Like, she's going to say, like, what's up? You're going to, like, that atmosphere is a, l- a little less, I feel like, uh prone or susceptible to that okay but for sure it happens for sure no doubt but i think the way i'm coaching kids say what's on your mind in an appropriate fashion but you always gotta know that you have a voice be able to say what you feel be able to ask what you need to ask and know that you have a mentor in me you can come to me about anything yeah it's not just 
you know, basketball. Okay, so back to the like the, the the basketball aspect of things. What do you think it's going to take for women's basketball to get to the level of men's basketball? Stop sexualizing them. Not not that, I'm talking about we talked we we opened the show talking about marketability, right? So what is it what is it going to take for women's basketball to go to the level of men's basketball in terms of revenue in terms of popularity? Like what do you think is the missing aspect? Time. How much time? WNBA been going for the, the product the, the the product is there. I wholeheartedly believe the product is there. I think any man or man or woman should watch WNBA first, mm-hmm. because on a from a fundamental sound point, women have way better fundamentals than men do. We gotta have it. We have to have it. That's why we better at it. Well, shit. yeah, because you know. The game will evolve itself, but, like, you know, most women playing below the rim. So it is about skill set and fundamentals. But for the most part, like, the league is growing. It's going in a positive direction. Yeah. Uh, The collective bargaining agreement went up, so the women are getting more money now. But, you know, a lot of times I think people don't even give it a chance, though. Like, people that I know that say they don't like WNBA, have you watched an entire game? Can you name three players? Like, think, do you I, know what teams that like they don't know th- that information, which means that you didn't really give it a fair chance because you can't tell me anything besides you don't like it. Yeah. And Stephen Curry, he dunked what one time in that, five that seasons. Was, that was my Kyrie argument. Irving, one dunk in, you know, so it's not like everybody that plays high level men's basketball is dunking. Like Diana Taurasi, you know, she don't shoot as good as Steph, but she's probably the closest thing we have in the women's game. She's shooting, you know, three, four feet behind the line. Like we have very talented players that. You know, are playing below the rim just like some talented guys are, but yeah, but you don't even they don't know it because they won't give it a chance. I think Brianna might have a better clip than Diana. Nah. Okay, Diana's very Diana clutch has though. A quick trigger. Okay, she has a quick trigger and she's like Dame though. Like Dame, maybe he doesn't shoot better than Steph, but he has more game winners and clutch shots than any person you can think of. Easily. And that's how Diana is. Diana, the other day, she was three for 12 and then hit a game, came down, transition game winning three. And and she does that. And it was like nothing. You know, it's so weird seeing Candace in Chicago. Candace about to eat in Chicago. Watch. I can't fit my head around. It's weird. It's very weird. It's very weird. Yeah, but if you watch Candace like her last couple years, like she wasn't happy. And it's like, you can't be the best version of yourself if you're not really happy. She wasn't feeling it. I know. Have you seen him? Like, <laughs> was he good coach with the Knicks? Or, like, how did he get the Sparks job? I'm serious. How did he get it? He could have signed me up for coach. We, they had the same amount of wins. <laughs> Derek Fisher not there to coach basketball. Derek Fisher there to scope out. Okay, well, all I'm oh saying is I never God. seen nobody, like, mm. he, he came off a bad coaching stint and got picked right back yeah, up with the WNBA. And, uh, yeah. you know, I, maybe he'll figure it out. But, but to me, that shows the value of what people hold. Mm. This nigga ain't won Nothing Why? <laughs> But it wasn't no different <laughs> And you know It's because of his rings Yeah but what does that have to do with women's basketball though I'm not saying he can't be good The like, same way you said when you went that, to San Diego State Everybody was like you the do girl Okay so there's a little clout behind it But I don't care how many rings you have He benched Candace Parker in a playoff game Last year wild 
that should have been that was correct. Like was I don't care if Candace hasn't done anything. She got to play until the wheels fall off. Like she just has to. Like you got to live and die with that. She's a legend. She's a yeah. you know she's goat status. How does she not play? She's a franchise. The franchise. And they got franchise. smacked by twenty. So on that on that game alone, give me the next coach. Yeah. So so let me ask y'all. <laughs> Get him out of here. Basically, like what? Are you not? Was the last time y'all got y'all ass bust? Like busted, like individually or like as a team. Who bust your ass? One on one, like who bust your ass? That. Nobody ain't bust your ass. No, not me really. Buckets. I mean, <laughs> no. we lost games overseas. No, but a player that you went against in a game that had a that lot was of wins. busting your ass. Shoot, let me think. Wow, eh, can't call it. Jeez. <laughs> mm. Mm. That's my ass. Like, like I'm talking about that to me means every bucket was scored on me. Like not no switches. Not I started on you. Like you but went back to the locker room and was like, huh? Okay, actually I do got one. No. I, look, I got look, one. See? I don't have one. Okay. But it wasn't just on me. So when I got picked up by San Antonio, I'm a, you know, just fresh out of college or yeah. whatever. Uh we played Tulsa and Raquana Williams, I don't know if you know her, but you need to look it up. She had 52, yep. which was the league's highest scoring individual game until I think Liz broke it, like maybe like last year yeah. she broke it. Mm. I played in the game Jesus. maybe two minutes. Raquana had eight points on me. Now, I'm, yeah, this, girl, this, was, this was the most incredible thing I ever seen. Like, yeah. Raquana is like that, but when I was out there, it's like, this is the best girl I ever seen in my life. Like Candace Diana, so like you turn into the, a fan. Like, like what could I do? I'm contesting. I'm jumping. I'm sliding. No matter what I'm doing, it was just like it was a bucket. And I only played really like a minute and twelve seconds, and she scored as fast as she could. It like it Huge. wasn't even enough possessions. Right. Like it was crazy. She you. But she had it on everybody. You know, I didn't play that many minutes, so yeah, she scored. Uh, so I like that. So she got a li- you know a little six eight points on me, hey, which man, is a eight, lot in two minutes. Eight points in in ninety seconds is a lot. No, that but I, I've never seen nothing like that. I'm like till this day, I've yeah. never seen somebody get that hot and be that good. Like what's hard? What's hard for me to say is like if I was ever in a situation where we're going back and forth. I can't go to the locker room digested when you had 30, I had 29. I'm not going to think that you bust my ass because I'm out here hooping too. Like, But I'm saying if it was it was never a time when somebody had 30, 40, and I had five, like, damn. I think up. I had zero the game recorded. I had 52. <laughs> but you was in for one minute. I'm saying like a whole game. like Dog, That was incredible. To where I walk, will walk out of there thinking like, she fucked me up. Like You know, you'll never feel like um – Somebody that you, somebody you were playing against got the better of y'all matchup. I would say this year, somebody that we played against, and I was just like, how she had that many points? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't always guarding her, but uh, I can't remember her name right now. Look, that's cold blood. Uh, Morena. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This white girl that played for Dallas. White girl shooter. Nah, shooter. but she's she be. She's an elite shooter. There was some buckets I was like, hell no. Nah. What? Yeah. But at the same time, we was like hooping. Like, it was like a. Yeah. And, and, but like for me too, like I'm a true player. I didn't go, but I didn't know. Like, she could just play. Yeah. I went home looking, thinking like, how she even had him? Like, as many as she did, like, 
Oh, and I didn't think. I'm like, they wasn't on me. But all of them. I think it was 30, 34, something like that. Yeah. But like, but like for me, like I'm a true point. So like, I'm not going to kill you like with a lot of points. So like my stat line, even in Israel, like I was MVP of the league, like three years ago. I was 17. Uh, 11 rebounds and 9.7 assists, almost oh, so a triple you, double. So there has been many girls who have outscored me. Like yeah. I'm not going to, because because that's not what I do. You like if, if you really, if you, but if you really hoop, you know, like you can outscore me, but I don't mean you. Yeah, own but that's what I'm that saying. But there's been many game. girls. You look at the stats. Okay, she had 24. Chelsea yeah. had 16. But, but I had 16, 11, and 10. Like 16, 11, and 8. You know, and you just had 24. So and my team won. So I feel like so I won. So in that case, to your point. Just because you scored a lot of points don't mean shit to me because I saying. play all over the floor. It, it, don't, it doesn't necessarily have to be somebody outscores you, but somebody had a, I, a like better this person, got the better. No, this, this somebody got no. the better this match. No, because I know like I've never been in a situation in game like you can have thirty, but I'm gonna get on you in a when it count. It's not 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 happening. <laughs> like, we gotta come out of this. Like you can catch fire literally going off in the end of the game. Like if it's close and I'm like. You're not scoring. How do you deal with somebody like that? Like just who like me? Like, how do you deal with me? Just on <laughs> a motherfucker that's that's on fire. Like no, nah, but just, that's how Koi is. I though. could think of like the. Cr- I could just think about like the crowd and like my team. Nothing you could do but watch. Like and we my had self esteem just. <laughs> my self esteem just coming down like this nigga busting my ass and there's like nothing I can do. Yeah, like Koi had a couple thirty balls this year and some of the shots I'm like, nah, she ain't hitting that. Just one legged fade away, like just oh, any like, way you want it. Right. And it's just like she sees red. Like and when she sees red, it's over it. I'm just feeding her the ball and just watching. How many fights have y'all had? Like, like on this the court? fight? No, nah, just like no nah, I mean with each other? She don't want to see no, me. No, 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 no. Like somebody on, on you know, on, on the another court. team. Well, me and Square argue all the time, so no. But to pop off, I'm the first. I'm the first oh, person. You're a shit talker, huh? No, I don't talk shit. I will talk shit in retaliation to somebody starting with me. But I really, really take it to heart when people do shit to my teammates. Mm. So I'm the first one running in the crowd, like, "What the fuck you on? Like, what was that? That was some bullshit." Don't do that shit. Like, so a girl pushed me down. Like, I'm running on a fast break oh, layup, and I got, she kind of hip checked me, and I fell down. Mm. And all I do is get up, and so is like, no, nah, what, no, nah, what you trying to do? What you trying to do? I'm like, Koi, I'm okay. Relax, relax, I'm okay. I'm, I'm like, Koi, like, nah, chill. She's dirty, like, nah, like, nah, she knew she wasn't going to get to you when she tried to hit you. Like, what's good? Like, you know how you chase somebody down, you know you're not going to catch yeah. them. This is professional. This ain't a little kid that can't right. control their body. You let them take the layup. You, first of all, slow and big. You're not catching her. Mm-hmm. You just go in the foul because you trying to prove something, and that's gonna piss me off. Yeah. Like no, like give up the layup. So from from having some from having multiple friends who played overseas, um, they've told me different things about like how the environment is playing overseas, mm-hmm. like the crowd versus playing at home. Like do y'all do? Is it the same on the women's side? Absolutely. I, I've been in, you know, championship games and some of the fans are crazy from the other teams. Like I had, you know, <laughs> I had a girl, I'm taking the ball out. I had a girl, a fan from the opposing team. Like she's like leaning over the rail. I'm taking the ball out. Like she's just like, you bitch. Like, yeah, yeah. Fuck y'all. What? Like just all kinds. Of, I literally looked at the ref and I'm like, 
Like, are you listening to her? Yeah. And he's like, you know, just play, whatever. So after the game, I had to press her because I'm just like, you know, yeah. am I a bitch now that I'm right next to you? Like, yeah. you know, what are we going to do? And then that's when they, you know, they play their friendly card or whatever. But the fans are crazy. They will say some stuff. They will do some stuff. But What's some, what's some wild shit? Because, like, I've heard, like, batteries being thrown on the floor, like, hot pennies or, like, hot dimes thrown at motherfuckers on the floor. Like what's what's some crazy shit that happened at y'all kind of at y'all game? No, nah, you just had that fan throw a chair though, right? Was it was, it, was it Yehuda when you was with them? Or was that? <laughs> yeah, he threw a chair. But threw a chair onto the he? court. Yeah, he took a chair. He threw it onto the court in the middle of the game. It didn't hit anybody, but he's just like. But wow. I mean, I was in Greece one time. They was throwing like cappuccinos, they little mm-hmm. cups and shit on the court, like <laughs> making the game all long. Like now we gotta clean this shit up. Y'all throwing yeah. shit. Yeah, liquid or just the cups? Yeah. Yeah, but it's like, and shit everywhere. It's intense, but it's not like soccer. You know, soccer like it's in Europe, they'll like start a fire in the crowd. Like, it's not like that. yeah, like it's not like that. Do they look at y'all differently? Cause y'all American at first. It depends uh, on where you play. I think I've had the experience of different fans. Like Chelsea knows Israel really well, but I played in Turkey where. And these, they don't got no respect. They smoking in the gym. Yeah. Goddamn <laughs> cloud of smoke, cigarette smoke. Like, I can't even breathe. Like, I'm shooting a jump shot. I come from here, clear vision, go up. Like, my shit foggy. Like, I done elevated into the fucking, like, I can't even see. Like, go outside. Wow. They don't give a shit. They got, like, these barriers in Turkey over, like, like plastic barriers over the court. So the court is kind of, like, domed. Yeah. They got these plastic barriers. These niggas leaning on the barriers, screaming, hollering. It's like, wow. back up before y'all, you flip your ass down here. And I, <laughs> y'all be having issues getting up. paid? Of course. Is it often? Not often. Not too often. But it happens. They always will try to try you if you let them. But I'll tell their ass quick. I'm not playing. I'm not coming. You're not even going to see me there. Like. Mm. You're not on the bus. I know. So you, I get my check. Have you ever just like house. just not not got paid? Like we yes. still still owe me money to this day. Wow. Last year was the first time I experienced that because uh, the season got cut short. It was a COVID year, obviously. Okay. So yeah. we came home early. And my team owed me like twenty k. They're like, "Oh, go home. We'll send you the money. <laughs> like, no big deal, whatever." And when I got home, they went ghost. So. Yeah, they still owe me. They still owe me, but that's why. Is it racism overseas? Like blatant racism. Okay, so I've only really been in Israel. Like I've traveled to a lot of different yep. countries or whatever, but in Israel, uh, there's absolutely racism, but in Israel it's like they treat the Ethiopians like they're racist towards them, but not so much towards the Americans. Because they know, like, we're black, but we're, like, a different kind of black. They know we're American. Like, we hoop. Yeah. So, the Ethiopians, I've heard stories about just, you know, how they treat them or whatever. But, like, with us, they know that we're playing basketball. They know we're from America. And, yeah, you know, really you don't really experience it like that. But definitely, I mean, I'm sure. Yeah. So, but it, so say like say you out in public and they maybe they can't tell that you're not American versus Ethiopian. Like, is it? They actually can't tell. The people who can't tell are the Ethiopians. They come up there and try to speak to you in Hebrew or any kind of way. It's like, girl, I look like you, but I don't look like you. Yeah. You know I ain't from here. You know I'm not from here. Like, stop it. Okay. Nah, so. I would say the most like racist thing that the type of racism that they that you would experience is them like. Acting like they don't know you American. Like trying to 
clash you in with the rest of the black people that they see very seldomly. You know what I'm saying? Or yeah. not even caring to say like So is it is Where are you it, from, you know? Is it more so your color or your nationality that they I say it's it's color. That's why. Mm. That's why it's racist cuz you like you see me and all of us automatically I'm African. Mm. From right. some like you don't know if I'm African or not. Yeah. So they, are, they so just assume, you know. So because they assume you're African, do they treat you a certain kind of way, or they talk to you a certain they kind can, of way? They can, they can, they can. Like, for me, for me, that's like me seeing somebody of Latino descent and going up to them and speaking Spanish. Like, I don't know if they speak Spanish. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can't okay. just start speaking to me in Spanish. Yeah. Like, you don't know. That's me. That's more of a stereotype than racism, but. It's still like you just lumping us together. Yeah. Like you know, people. There's tourists in Israel, for example. It's a got the beaches and all. Like it's a you know, people want to come here for the Holy Land. Like you just automatically assume I'm yeah. Nigerian. Like what? <laughs> okay. So so from the from the outside looking in, right? You guys have to play year round. But it seems like you men are more injury prone. Like. Aside from your injuries, uh, I'm not aware of your injury history since you went pro. I haven't really been like so surgery how, surgery required. How do you guys injuries. maintain year round? That's a lot of basketball. Well, I've gotten to the point now that I probably couldn't play year round if I wanted to. You know, how WNBA is a summer league, right. and it's a summer league because you know historically. Uh, when the girls go to Europe, they get paid significantly more money. So WNBA cannot have their league during that time because if the girls have to choose, they'll they're probably play in Europe because it's way more money, right? Um, so, you know, early in my career, I'm doing Israel and WNBA, Israel, WNBA, or trying to, at least in the summer, so it's a year-round thing or whatever. Um, and it's hard. I mean, that's why I feel like the women, this is just a little sidebar, like I don't feel like they get to develop as much Um and have a lot of growth in their game because they don't have that offseason, the ones that are yeah. playing WNBA, to work on certain things. Mm. I got to go from this league to this league. Like, where do I get the, the you know, three months that LeBron and them get to just be in the gym and, you know, work on their shot, work on different things, their deficiencies. Like, I, I feel like most women don't get, you know, that period or whatever. So I feel like, you know, but that's another topic. But for the most part, like, I don't, at this point in my career, just being – eight years as a pro overseas, like, I don't have the body anymore to play year-round. So, you know, I've given up on the WNBA, and I focus on, you know, my overseas commitments. And when I come home, I get that extra time to work with my physicians and work with my trainers and fine-tune and do all the things that I have to do to be strong to be able to go perform overseas. And thankfully, I haven't had any major injuries as a pro. Uh, this year was my first season missing multiple games. My first seven years in Israel, I missed one game. In seven seasons. Mm. So this year, I missed three, four games. I had a high ankle sprain. I had a little tear in my groin. Um, and partly because it was just a weird year. We didn't have a weight room because of COVID. We didn't have a lot of different things wow. that I usually do yeah. to, to keep myself strong. But women just have to work overtime to work on their bodies. Like, yeah. because it, you don't have that, that down period. Like, there, it, there's no rest. If you're a WNBA player, like, a lot of them have gotten to the point, too, where they don't go overseas anymore. Like, if I'm an established WNBA player, maybe I won't go overseas because this is my only break. Yeah. But if you're a younger, a rookie player, a second-year player, a third-year player, and, you know, you have to go overseas because you have to, you know, 
you have a different role, obviously, when you're overseas than when you are in the WNBA. If, if I'm a second-year player, I may may not get a lot of minutes, may not be able to shoot a lot of shots, yeah. but I get to use overseas to be that nigga. Now I'm getting 20 balls. Like, I'm getting to shoot as much as I want. I yeah. get to work on stuff. So so you need that. But at the same time, it's like, like it, it just sucks because it's a cycle where you have to just go from ne- one, you know, one season to the next season to the next season, and, and maybe that kind of keeps us from – you know, getting injured significantly because we're always playing and working on our bodies. But I feel like women get burnt out too. Like yeah. a lot of the top players, they don't play overseas like that anymore. What's the turnaround time between leagues? Like from this league, so so say this league ends in Israel. What's what's the turnaround time? It's literally league? these players are coming, are getting off, off the, the plane, plane and maybe we'll spend a day or two at home. Maybe if the team, depending on who you are, you could be a training camp contract when they're like, you ain't going home. Like come right to camp. You know, but you know the established players. Maybe they get a couple days, and then they have but to go right in the in the training camp. Some of mm. them as well. Like they, you got to kind of work that couple days in because if you're just finished playing in Turkey, they just finished their championship in Russia, in Israel, they didn't even finish yet because of what's going on. But if the league is extended and those players were you know um, core players, they got to go from there right to their team commitment in mm. wherever they're playing at. So sometimes it's they have to wait till after the WNBA season to get maybe a month, maybe a month. That's if they, you know, go to September because training camp overseas, they call it training camp, starts in like October. Yeah, if they made it all the way through crazy. the playoffs, they get in three weeks to a month maximum, 11 months year-round playing. Yeah, some players come back from their overseas season too and they're injured. And it's like, where where do I have the time to rest? Like, we have a game. Like, I think that Brianna Stewart was when she tore Achilles was overseas, right? Yeah, she tore Achilles overseas. Um, you know, she was able to come home, and obviously, she missed the WNBA season because the recovery is nine months, That's so she crazy, had to. Man. But you know, and then she had that after she finally kind of recouped from that, she skipped the overseas season and just kind of got her body prepared to go back into WNBA. You know, but but that's Brianna Stewart though. You know, a lot of girls don't have that luxury. You know, like I get hurt and I'm out the league forever. Like literally. You can't afford it financially, number one. Mm -hmm. And then you can't afford it for a career like platform. You know what I mean? Because you step away from that stamp for a year, it's going to affect your bag overseas. Some people don't realize that. You know, you get in the league like you're looked at as a WNBA player. You have that stamp, you're going to get paid mm-hmm. more money overseas. But if I don't play here and I'm not established over here, if I'm young, one, two, three years in, that's going to affect what I'm doing over where I really make my money and where I actually mm, play at. That's fucking it affects my back and it affects my, my statute. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Um, but for me, I guess how I kind of stay, you know, is you got to have a regimen. You know, you have to have discipline. And especially when things are um, set up to where you can, you know, be in a weight room at times, like eat right. I mean, I've been fortunate enough to not ever be injured, like to the point where I had to sit out a game. Yeah, I've never missed a game. Like on because of injury. I missed the game because I said, look, I'm tired. Oh, what's they what they call that? Uh, Fatigue management. Low management. Low management. Mm -hmm. That's if, like, you know, we've already made the playoffs and we got these two games that don't really mean nothing. Like, what am I playing for? Like, you yeah. look, let's rest me, you know what I'm saying, whatever. But that. even in that situ- instance, I've still played a few minutes, yeah. played, like, half the game or whatever. Never really just sat out just because of an injury. 
Um, mm. But that's there's a God. That's a God given this blessing. Absolutely. Yeah. Or HGH, whatever you want to. HGH. I wish. <laughs> if I, if I, imagine if I was taking HGH, who I'd be two hand I'd be uh, two hand tom- tomahawking. Mm. It wouldn't be no no not league for me. Okay. I heard that. I'd be windmilling. <laughs> this point, <laughs> I would have grew three inches. <laughs> right. Crazy. So. That that maintenance part is super important though for our game because you plan year round. A lot of young players don't take that seriously, like what they're putting into their bodies, like yeah. what you're fueling yourself with, getting into the gym, having a trainer yeah. take care of you, things like that. You know. So so oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Ivan. At the when we first started, you said um, you said you feel like you you, you should you, you you belong in the WNBA. Like you can play with them, but two three minutes ago I heard you say you're done with the WNBA. When you when you when you hang it up when it's all said and done do you feel like you'll be satisfied with your career? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, when I say I'm done with the WNBA, it's like I'm done trying. Like all the politics and you know, yeah. short contracts, replacement player contracts, and stuff. Like I, that's what I mean by that. Like, but basketball wise, I literally tell people like, if I had a man right now, like I wouldn't be hooping. I'd be off pregnant somewhere. <laughs> like people wouldn't even like. F- I'm fellas. serious. Like, fellas. okay, I want to be married, but I'm saying like. I am so content with what I've done with basketball. Like, I have maybe not accomplished my dreams to the extent that I wanted to, but I've done everything that I've wanted to. I got two degrees. Mm, I got favorite yo, line to say. Yo, y'all will learn yeah. that. Y'all will learn that very soon. I, I got, got a degrees. I got a That's bachelor's in public administration and a master's in business. Okay. I play professionally for eight, going on eight seasons now, going on nine seasons. I touched the WNBA. I bought a house. I got my own everything. I support myself. Like, I don't know what more I could have done. done everything. I'm saying, like, I don't know what more I could have done besides stick in the WNBA longer. But career-wise, you know, I I did everything. Even not staying at Duke. Like, I went to another school and I ran it up. I was player of the year. I I did all that. Like, I did all that. Like, so for me, it's like, you know, sometimes God works in mysterious ways and you don't always, you know, accomplish everything the way you want it to. Yep. But I definitely have done, you know, more than I probably could have imagined with basketball. So, you know, I, I'm content with it. And right now I'm playing because I'm still getting paid, um, you know, more money than I could be in here doing something else in the little five months that I'm in Israel or whatever. But, you know, my next dream, I'm really on to the next dream. And if I had something lined up, then I would be okay with walking away because I know that, I'm not going to walk away from basketball. I'm just going to walk away from the playing aspect. Like, I still have dreams of being involved in the game. But, you know, my my next dream right now is family and kids. And, you know, I'm 30 years old. And, you know, I'm I'm okay with going to the next. 30? Yeah, 30. You're right. You're right. So, you know, like, I'm just kind of. You the riches. Perfect. You the perfect (laughs) condition. So, I'm just kind of, you know. You the riches. Perfect for a baby. (laughs) Like, I, I, I'm content with, you know, kind of walking away if I had something to walk away for. Let me put it that way. So, right now, I, I still get offers and contracts, and I'm still making money. And, you know, I don't have anything that's, you know, kind of making me. Um, physically, I'm, I'm still okay, you know. But I, I feel like I'm to the point where if I had some other stuff going, I would be okay with it. Sakoya? Because she sounded a little... laughs at me. There's still some hurt there. No. Um, um, I would say when I was 30... I wasn't content. Like, I still felt like 
I got a lot left. And I think I proved that I did. And I'm still being able to do that now. Yeah. But I think that I had to I had to believe in um, you are where you are. And you are where you are because that's where you're supposed to be. And as soon as I accepted that and said, you know, the power of what I would be able to do on that platform is not anything compared to what I'm doing with these kids mm. every single day, being a part of their lives. Like, And so after the ACEs two years ago or almost three years ago now, I said, you know, God has put me where he wants me to be, where my my real purpose is going to be served. Mm. So, you know, I uh, I accepted that. I, I, I love that. You know, I find value in that. You know, because I did that for so long, you know, 13 years, probably going to play another 14. I'll play 14, maybe 15 um, until, you know, Chelsea always said, like, you can play. You're going to play. Koi can play forever, man. You're going to keep on playing. You, you, you she like better and better and better. And, you know, I, I, I take that and I, you know, I take it as a blessing. I appreciate it. I'm so thankful that I've been able to do that and even grow and get better because I think in my pro career, I'm a late bloomer. I am okay. a late bloomer. I'm the epitome of that because I'm, I'm getting better as I'm getting older. Okay. You know, the things that I'm doing now, I couldn't slow down enough when I was young to accomplish them. I didn't see the game the same way. Mm. You know, when I was young, it was just about, you know, fast. And, you know, but things have slowed down for me. It's made me better. Yeah. Uh, if more efficient, if you will. And so, but outside of basketball, if I were to walk away today, I know what my purpose is going forward like there's nothing that will keep me away from giving these kids everything every piece of knowledge that i know so that they can be successful and do everything that they feel like they can do in basketball and from then on it's like i'm coaching i'm coaching i've been coaching life through basketball since i was in college mm. chelsea you know mo and and lindy and dario and all those girls like i had a an impact in what they wanted to do. Like she said, they watched me. You know, my, my coaching moment started then. I showed up to practice, but they saw my production on the court. They saw how hard I played, yeah. what I gave to the game. So enough of that, that's, that, was, that was the start of it. And now it's more hands-on as far as, as, as I step away from my playing days. It's coming into the mentoring days. Maybe it's not always, you know, drill, skills and drills. But, you know, just like we are close as we are now, I don't think she ever knew we would be this good of friends when she was 11, 12 years Coming old. Coming up, yeah. You know what I mean? Wow. So it's like there's just so much power in that for me to be right. able to affect change. You know, I have kids texting and calling me so much, y'all, like sending me messages like, I thank you so much for what you did for me, helping me get to school. Now I got this job and, you know, I've learned so many lessons from what you just taught me in practices. You know, or that day you sat down and talked with me, it really changed my aspect on what I wanted to do with myself. Yeah. Even if it's not in basketball. I'm not going to play no more, you know, but I want to do sports management. You know, I want to do, you know, I want to be a successful business owner. Because you taught me, you told me, like, own what, you know, what you feel like, whatever you feel like you want to do, you can do it. This is a fact. You know, and, 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 but most of all, it's like, be an active leader in your community, you know. Boy, Martin Luther Coy, boy. <laughs> and, and I think I've learned that from Coy, though. Like, her community involvement, like, just watching what she does. Like, I never had aspirations of really coaching. 
But I just see how she is with these kids, and I'm like, these kids need people. So it makes me like, dang, Coy, I guess I'll come coach with you. Like, you know, I didn't have those aspirations, but I know that what she's doing and what it means to these kids, and there has to be more people like that. Like, there has to be people stepping in and filling those roles, and that's why I've even, you know, kind of got on board. Not because I necessarily wanted to, but because I see Sequoia do it, and I see there's a need in our community, and, you know, people that you know she's somebody that all these girls look up to like yeah, we got we got we got too many coaches from the you know the university out of uh i want to fuck your mom <laughs> you know what i'm saying we got too many we got too many of those you know so it, it, it's a um <laughs> i want to fuck your mama Tony, your mama got a sundress on the Tony, your girl checking the game, boy. Tony, your girl, girl checking the game. Where your mama looks good today. That's terrible. Why that boy running up and down the court with his shoes on the wrong feet? Nigga, why is he starting? Come on, man. You see what his mama got on, nigga? Tony, your boy. Tony, your boy. Tony, got the free throw line dribbling with both hands. What is he doing on the court? Tony, you look good out there, boy. You shining today, boy. You my favorite player. See, I'm Knock me, I got it. I got him. I got him. Tony out there, Tony. Tony, that's funny. That's crazy though, man. I, I shout out to the moms that gotta come. Hey, they gotta come dressed to the games half naked so their son can get playing Ooh, time. God, that's a motherfucker. God bless man. him. God bless him. Keep doing God's work. That's a motherfucker. I remember. I remember being. I'm sauce now. But I remember I remember me and uh me and wifey was at a game, right? And, and moms was yelling at this little nigga, right? Moms is yelling at the little homie. This nigga on the court vogue and shit. He on the court vogue. <laughs> oh my god. No I said, way. Why? he in the wrong profession. <laughs> <laughs> she yelling, hey, she yelling at him like like who it ain't he didn't have it. Hooping ain't there, dog. She yelling at him. She yelling at him. Like, she nigga, she was for real basketball player. This nigga. How many, <laughs> how many cups you had? <laughs> I don't know. But no, no, that's no bullshit. Am I lying? No, you don't lie. I, he, was on the, he was on the free throw line. He was shooting the free throw and started rolling? No, he was, on, he was he lining, lining up. up. He was lining up. And he was on there. <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> and she, she yelling at him, run up. Run, you your up ass up and down that court. <laughs> Rebound. <laughs> shout out to boss, man. Hell hey, nah. shout out to boss. I, you know, when, when I didn't been to enough basketball games to know, like, when a parent walks in half naked, your son trash. Unfortunately, and I don't even like to say that to the to the young ones. But when I know when they walk into the gym half naked, he about to play though. You <laughs> about to play on my team. <laughs> Suit up, buddy. <laughs> Darn. <laughs> Suit up, young fella. Yeah, but hey man, I'm I'm um I'm legit proud of y'all. You know what I'm saying? We don't have Got enough. Feminine voices. Too many times, um, the people that are making change, um, the ones that are highlighted are always men. 
and you get to a point to where you 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 start to think or you start to feel like it's only the men out here making the changes and yeah man i'm i'm proud man <laughs> hey look man shit yeah, i'm sauce hey boy it's friday too it is your friday Ooh. Is there anything? Is there anything you guys would like? Is there any message you guys would like to give? Is there anything you guys would like to say? Is there any got any affirmation? What are y'all for us? doing? What's next? Man, we got a lot going on. Me and Chelsea, you know, we we work together on a lot of projects. Mm. You know, um, because I I believe that your circle, you should share whatever you got going on with your circle. You know, she's mm. been in my circle, and you know, we all need to get it. So. We've kind of emerged in the, in the financial industry as well, teaching financial literacy. You know, mm. we're obviously doing the the basketball thing. You know, we're 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 starting to do some remote, you know, basketball stuff with, you know, some companies that can coach. Like COVID has kind of changed the culture yeah. of that. Yeah. So kind of doing that coaching, you know, via via web, I guess if you will. But there's a lot, you know, that 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 I want to do. Um, Y'all would kill what app? You know, I want to do some stuff. A training app? I want to do some stuff just for the Vegas culture, though. You know, I know I talk about youth, but the city is my baby. You know, this is what Mm. made me who I am. You know, the exposure to every fucking thing you could think of that Mm. I've seen in my life. And, you know, I've been looked at, you know, poster child. She's a good girl. She did. I've seen some shit. Let me tell you, I've been a part of some <laughs> shit. Let me tell you, you know, um, so I ain't, you know, out there like that, but I've touched, I've been in direct contact enough times to know, you know, but it's all maybe who I am. I want us to have, you know, the culture that is undisputedly question, not questions. Like, ain't no question about what's going on. So events. You know where if it if it's entertainment stuff, if it's basketball stuff, like a bunch of shit that I want to do, like I'm gonna use my start to use my platform to bring some shit together for us to experience as Vegas natives, 100 yeah, percent outside of just going to the club, like yeah. some different types, so give you a different feel. I want to support people, so people that got you know merch and all of that that y'all want, you know, us to. You know, rep or help. You know, promote. I'm down with yeah. that 100. percent She got a music. She got a. She got all a, that. She got a master's in business. You know what I'm saying? She can help us on that mm. front. You know what I'm mm. saying? Yeah, I gotta tap in. You know, I just been a basketball she, girl for the last couple years, me? but gotta tap into some other stuff. Uh, but but Koi's right though. Like, you know, we're doing a lot of stuff together and just getting it going. But you know, I, I'm with her. Just Vegas needs. They need us. They need. They need so somebody. Fun. You know, just people that are just down for the city no matter what. So, um, we should get it going here. Well, whatever soon. we can do to help, man, we um, we here, man. Are y'all are y'all ready to be the face of like Las Vegas as far as women go? Women. Yeah. Like, because I don't, I don't think when you talk about the movies and shakers in the city, I don't think you, I don't think a lot of women come up in any aspect, That's really. So, like, listen to the plans you guys have. 
that what kind of got put you guys in the forefront as far as like when you talk about Vegas women and movies and shakers in the community. I'll put you guys like right in the front. Are y'all ready for that kind of? I mean, because it's, yeah. it's it's one thing to it's one thing to be revered as like a basketball player, like oh my god, she's a great basketball player. But for you to be in the community, like where we can actually touch you and see you, and to have it, it to me, it seemed like it would be a different kind of. I don't think it's ever been that unreal. Like every person who knows me, basically has my phone number. They have direct Except contact me and with shit, me. You know what I'm saying? We text on fucking Instagram. <laughs> on Instagram, shit. but it ain't nothing. Weirdo shit. Your wife got my number though. Yo, daughter got my number though. That's you know crazy. what I'm saying? So I'm people would say, I don't know if she was 13. I don't have it either. Boy, you but bitch. it's not crazy. like you can't. You Stole know what I'm saying? If you did, crazy. Man, it's some cold crazy, ass if you did say, hey, like, hey, what's your number? I'm, I'm, I mean, okay, some weirdos out there. I'm like, yeah, no. Nah. But you know, when you know people, it's no thing. Like I've literally had the same number since eighth grade. I haven't changed it. People know where my mama house is. Like, they know what her house looked like. So if you wanted to really find me, they could drive over there. Like, look. And and if you don't know, you know somebody who don't who do know for sure. I do. Y'all know where Sequoia mama house at? I need to talk to her. I do. You know, you could literally pull up, knock on the door. Miss Juanita, hey, I need I'm, to talk to your daughter. <laughs> I'm writing her on Instagram. It's cold that's shit just, that's just be That's circumstance. But. <laughs> 13. But I think I think I think yes, you know, like as far as our basketball careers have gone, it translates to life. Yeah. You ain't always ready. Mm. You you got to get thrown in the fire at some point. Mm. Okay. To become ready. And I so think, I, I don't want I I'm not ready. I must say for my life to be in the public spotlight. That's something yeah. that I didn't ever want as an athlete or nothing. Like I want to be my professional and my private, like, let that be what that is. Yeah. But I, I already know the person that I am, so the two mesh, mesh together. I'm not hiding from nothing. I ain't yeah. doing nothing that I'm not going to be able to stand up for. You know what I'm saying? Because that okay. goes to speaks to the person that I am just in general. So it's not going to be that huge of a problem. It'll be uncomfortable, but yeah. you got to deal with shit like that. Well, right off the dome, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to edit this out because I don't want nobody to take it. <laughs> but I think, it? yeah. It was, so I why think, say it if you're gonna edit it out? <laughs> no, no, I'm gonna edit this out. But I think what will be dope, right? Because both of y'all are of a high stature. I think a training app, y'all would make a, y'all would do well with the training app. Ninety-nine percent of these kids now got. A phone. Say you are around kids that one may not be on y'all team. Two, they may miss practice. But they still have this phone to watch y'all training videos twenty four seven. That's one. Two for you because reviews are super big right now reviews are the thing I think you will be you will make a killing reviewing sneakers wait what reviewing sneakers you will make a killing that cup been empty for three sips boy (laughs) 
man, I'm soft right now. It, I think I, I genuinely think you will make a killer. I haven't done more with sneakers because it's really like a passion of mine and like a hobby. And like I make money here and there because I have a lot of expensive shoes and access to shoes that people don't have. Mm. But not those shoes in like bulk where i can like start a store no 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 meaning, and for me meaning meaning like say you had like a a youtube channel and the sneakers that you come across mm-hmm. or that come out you yourself would review Just them. kind of review them that's a good idea. i know actually a, a handful of people the price is that. right come on down Sneaker culture seems like it's uh, out of its peak at this moment. Yeah, but I, I just I don't want to lose my love for sneakers, which is why I don't do more with it than what I do. Like uh, I genuinely buy a lot of shoes. All the shoes are in my size. Yeah, I might sell them later if I bought a shoe for two hundred, and now you know a year from now I was going for a thousand. You know, I may get rid of it, whatever. But you know, like I really. <laughs> I really have like a passion for sneakers. Like I love fashion. I love sneakers. I love the hunt and the part that it, the game is missing now. Now everybody, you know, app reservations. But I, I was the one that was lined up at the Meadows Mall waiting for champs to open. Look, look. And then when they opened the gate and everybody got a sprint, That's that was me. <laughs> like I remember, I was telling them the but other it's different day, now. man. The lines at the lines at fucking uh this girl got a job at robert wayne so she could I, get yep and robert wayne at the time robert wayne went under they don't even have a store no more yeah. but they had jordan's i was yep. getting my little 30 percent off don't tell a short uh robert middle. wayne is quiet it's over yeah, it's gone it's over nike town was mine i'm i'm everywhere nike, nike town, town everybody going through the oh, little back door man, running all that little, like i did all that you, man you got you a little plug that worked there oh Man, I missed them days. But it's different now. Like the I game has the changed wrist, so much. The wristband shit and all that shit. The sneakers app haven't jaded you yet? Uh no, I never hit on sneakers. I used to use the we'd be overseas, I'd be like, Coy, give me your phone. Like I have to I'm logged in on sneakers yeah. on her app, on my app. I like some shoes the other day. The shit went to her house. Because she got her address <laughs> so, saved so, in my so, damn. So phone. what is this app like? Sneaker, it's like it's like Nike. It's not. It's a Nike app. Yeah. So a lot of a lot of shoes that I come out on sneakers are. There's a lot of them are exclusive to the app. So mm-hmm. wow, you won't you won't catch them nowhere else. They don't. So they're not in stores at all. Not no, all, not th- all of them. They'll but be a lot in of stores, them. but that's just how Nike. They don't do like Nike.com anymore. You have to try to win the shoe on the app. Gosh, a lot of times they do drawings, which are like raffles or whatever. Is twenty three um, is back still live? Yes. Yeah, it is actually. Really. Yeah, mm-hmm. Nike Talk is done though. Do you remember Nike Talk? I remember. You get Nike on there and just chat about sneakers and are these real? Are these fake? Like, but twenty three is back. Was that? Yeah, twenty three is back. If is you still missed there. the shoe in the store, that's where you go. On twenty three is back. I only use it for release. Dates. Yeah, for release dates. Yeah. But no sneakers. So now, if you if you miss it, now you go to either StockX, Goat. Uh, yeah, but then you're paying resale. So yeah. I don't hit often on sneakers, resale. but I have a lot of plugs. So I usually get. My size, maybe a couple pairs. See, two, I be pairs. thinking. I told these motherfuckers. See, I um, shit. Before the sneakerhead was a term, I was like into them and shit. And that I was just, me. And that I just, I decided to like, I, did, I, I was at like four hundred and like twenty something. I started out. I loved, I loved air. Oh, I loved, I loved Air Forces at first, and then I just started like Ooh. buying Jays like every week. I was buying Jays like every week. When the packages was coming out, all that shit. And that I, was, same. I, I probably wouldn't even wear them. I just put them in the closet. But I moved, and I said, "You know, gotta what? let some stuff go." I don't want to move. I don't want these motherfuckers. I, yeah, I hope you move. got your money's worth at least. 
No? Just gave them away, left them there? I gave them you to do? my brother, all of them. Wow. All of them. And so looking at it today, I probably gave away a good 150000 Probably. Easily. Probably. Yeah, like my, my style has changed a lot. I still wear a lot. Of, I wear, I used to wear everything Jordan, you know. Um, I went to San Diego State. The colors are red and black, so I'm hooping Ooh. in a different pair of Jordans Jeez. every game. Ooh, and that yeah. was when they was doing the, you know, the kicks on court. And, like, I would have for sure been the female goat of kicks on court if they yeah. did it on the women's side. Because they used to show San Diego State men all the time. Mm. And even the boys at San Diego State knew that I was the one, but, you know, they're not featuring the women or whatever. But I, that was when I was broke. So I'm literally hooping in these 13s that just came out. All right, now I got to sell these. I got to get the 10s that come out yeah. next weekend so I can hoop in those. That's what yeah. I was doing, just short turnaround time. But I hooped in everything. Now I really just wear I wear Jordan 1s. I have a whole bunch of ones, probably like at least 65 pairs of those. I cannot get into the um, ones. I love okay. ones. But for women, narrow, narrow shoe. You know, a lot of the Jordans are bulkier. So, you know. Earlier, I used to wear the 13s and, you know, the bulkier, wider yeah. shoes. But now I just wear Jordan 1s. I wear Air Force 1s, low tops, and Air Max 1s. That's, like, yeah. 90% of my collection. I have some random, like, 4s, 3s, stuff like that. But Dr. Dre Ron. She's changed. Dunks, too. Yeah, dunks. <laughs> I'm Dr. Dre Ron. These motherfuckers these days. Oh, Air Force 1s. <laughs> pair of whites. That's Fresh, it. though. That's all you that need. That is it. I cannot get into the, the Okay, but the whites, the Coke whites, they came back. Like, they're reselling those now. Like, those... Are selling out and people are flipping them for 160, 180. Hey, shame on you niggas that are still wearing high tops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not wearing no high hey, tops. Strap me dead in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, I would take some high tops before I take the mid tops. Now, the mid tops nah, are crazy that. with that Velcro. Mid top is like Team Jordan. That's so out. <laughs> that shit is like new, new from ATL. Yeah, the out, out. Do me. not come over here with them shoes. With yeah. that making that noise. <laughs> like, you remember when I was in when I was in school, I think the most popular mid tops were the Rashids. No, she's those were high tops. The she forces, tops. the patent leathers, and those went crazy. But you, are you talking about the all whites? The all whites are I think were mid. All white. Oh, okay. I'm talking about the patent leather. You know, they did the sheets and the highs, and those went crazy. The blues, right? White, hated the blue. white and the blue, yeah. I hated them sheets. Yeah, Ooh. but I don't hate People nothing like more them. than a mid to- mid top black Air Force One. <laughs> That's the worst shoe ever created on this planet. <laughs> every what? robber, every robber in the world had those. Worse than the dollars with the spinners on them. I don't, yep, yep. <laughs> Worse than the lug boots. Yep. Them shoes. Oh no. You can wear them shoes. <laughs> I had some lugs. Everywhere, rob a bank. <laughs> that shoe, the worst shoe ever. The MLK parade. You can wear them shoes everywhere, and I and I also think Terrible. I think the I think the biggest con in the world, and, it, and it's crazy because you know you guys play in the league. The biggest con in the world is them convincing the people that the shoe they have on is the shoe that the players wear on the court. Mm-hmm. Two different shoes. I mean, if you have a signature shoe, yeah, your shoe is like obviously built better than a lot of what nike and jordan puts out but they'll put this the shoe will look the same at least even if it doesn't feel the same it looks the same but if you if if i'm wearing if the players wear a pair of jordans or kds don't know why you wear lebron's but people wear lebron's okay not me but still ain't nobody wearing them b boots (laughs) 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 i sold them 
you sold them for me. I'm like, get these out of my house immediately. Yeah, you got to say wherever my lady, karaoke style. Yeah. When you wear those. He, never he makes shoes for like bigger people, though. I, remember, I had some B boots. I had two pair of them bitches. Did you, did you have some S. Dot Carters? No. You know, S. Dot Carters? No. Oh, my God. S. Dot Carters and G units. I, niggas was really wearing those in school. What are y'all doing? <laughs> what are y'all them doing? Them look like them little shoes that people that stand on their feet a lot wear. Like the black. <laughs> them the same shoes. <laughs> Like old old shoes, but except that's without the straps, without the velcro, two velcro the straps. With them S. Dot Carters, oh, the S. Dot oh, Carters, the, the G units. The worst shoe I bought was a was a pair of Fubu shoes. Oh, I had the no, I never had Fubu. I, I have, have K Swiss though. Too. I have some Fubu joints. I ain't wear mine though. You didn't have K Swiss. You can get away with the whites if you. I had the white K Swiss. With any other color, you fucked off. Not all blacks was cool. <laughs> See, all black all anything is, cool. is made me think about all black. Cool. You wearing all black K-Swiss? I, I, I never wore no oh K-Swiss. I never wore no K-Swiss. Never. All black shoe just made me think of. Don't do that. It's it just made me think. You can't think of no all black shoes. I can think of a few. The thief thing. It just made me think of armed robberies. Like <laughs> what about the all? What about the all black Grand Hill twos? Crazy looking. What? <laughs> you fuck with the feeling, the feeling in gray, like what? What's wrong with the shoe? Like, oh, no. I still think the greatest oh. shoe ever invented was the gloves. What? The gloves <laughs> are the answers. What? I like the answers. The answers with the DMXs in them. You, you mean know. outside of Jordans? Outside of Jordans. Yeah. No, included. No, no, there's no shoe that. better than Jordan's. It's like, but I feel like I like pennies a Jordan lot. Is, Jordan is Jordan's like more pennies. hyped. A lot of his shoes are ugly as shit. I liked pennies a lot. Except the, I like pennies. I think one through thirteen is pretty strong. I've only had when you start getting the 14, 15, 16, 17, But like one through thirteen in Jordan, you can the ones, ones, tens, and elevens. He can release every month and they'll sell out. I hate the ones. No, one are the best. The hyper royals. The hyper royals is it for me. No, you can't. You got them. No, I missed out. You can do more. No, those are literally the only ones I've ever wanted. Shoe. Those ever. are the ones you see him doing more color schemes with. Yes. I agree. The I problem mean. for me with ones is that the colorways get crazy. Like, why are you making this shoe with a back black? The back <laughs> is black. The I like check it that is way. white. The toe is some other color. You like, no, no blue flag. You are making like them <laughs> crazy. <laughs> You going too crazy right now, like I don't know, no, like I like the it. The simples, the sleek, is great. No, I'm Simple. lying. I saw some some red and black Travis Scott ones that was dope. Low low tops though, not the mids. Well, low tops. Low tops. Was Travis wearing them? Because them ain't real unless Travis. No, was I don't. Them, I them follow ones a chick he on just Instagram came out that uh, customized. Okay. Yeah. So she customized them. They, I pull them up. Yeah. Let me see them. I got all the Travis Scotts pretty much. Are you too? You like them? Humble brag. I like the ones. I had the sixes, but I sold them. And then the sixes that just came out, I passed on them. Mm. But because I don't wear sixes, like I said, I don't only wear certain shoes now, and I like narrow, more sleek shoes that I can wear with leggings or jeans or whatever. Like I don't like bulkier Jordans, so I got rid of most of my stuff that's like that. Okay. But I got at least probably sixty pair of ones. I, I got. Sad. I got. I got one more question before we get up out of here. Okay, that is hear. sad. You have a problem. Do the uh. No. Oh, yeah. Do the uh, 
the people y'all dating do they gotta be like in shape? <laughs> Chelsea. <laughs> Okay, well, Sequoia always tells me that I have too many requirements, which is not mm, true. Like, okay, many, but let me say this, you though. You got too many requirements. Everything yeah, that I require, I can also, like, I also have myself. Like, I also provide. So, I don't ask a dude to have this, this, and this, and I don't have the same stuff. What's the chest? Yeah, so, that would be crazy. Okay. Can a, can a hooper date somebody with, like, a mom bod or a dad bod? A hooper can. Yeah. Or you was the question. Yeah. That's the question. I think don't I. Lie. Okay. Okay. Don't lie. Don't lie. Do not lie. You ain't I getting away only, with it. You ain't okay, getting away with it. Okay, but I have only dated basketball players, and I haven't had good luck. So I need to find me a nice banker, a nice engineer, a nice <laughs> accountant. And then I think I'll do better because oh, you sometimes you date these basketball players, especially overseas, What's and the they nigga? think they LeBron. What's the nigga from Set It Off? Oh, Blair to, Underwood. Y'all going to different fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Y'all going to different fucking countries every week for dinner. Like yeah. I just, you know, for me, like I, you know, I have stuff that I like, but yeah. also at the same time, like if God can put somebody in front can of me, can you? Can a nigga walk up to you with a dad body snatch you off your feet? No, don't lie. Stop. I don't want to say no because that's gonna make you sound shallow. But the answer is no. So just say no. It's no. I'm answering. But what's the dad now bod though? Give me an example. Like what's the dad bod? Like you don't have to be all chiseled. Anthony Anderson. Anthony, look, Anthony, you know, on, on blackish, he's wearing his sweatsuits, he's clean cut, he got some nice sneakers on. Not bad. Well, Not he, bad. Could Anthony, he back Anthony, you? Anthony, Anthony Anderson is fat skinny. <laughs> That's can, not a dad bod. That's, that's not bad. Can he bag you? Not can, bad. If Anthony Anderson was younger and well, Anthony Anderson is rich, so yes. Like, <laughs> so what are your requirements? So what's on, what's okay. on, what's on the list? Can you have your own house? Bare minimum. We're thirty. I'm not about house to creep past apartment. grandma's room, like to uh, no house or apartment. Like, apartment, like your own place. spot, your own place. Okay. 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 Like I'm not gonna be creeping in. Like that's crazy. She own. That's bare minimum. Do you have your own car? Like we don't live in New York. Like we live in Vegas. Everybody has car. <laughs> like you have to have a car. So like, I can't be an Uber nigga. No. What if he? What if he can afford to Uber you wherever you want you to go? I don't want to Uber everywhere. I well, just want to get in your car. As long as he can afford to Uber. I didn't say you had to have a Bentley. I just said you have to have a car. Like, what if he don't like driving? Well, sorry. Okay, we so I, I said what you pull up in. So if I if if I pull up, mm. if if we pulled up in some shit that you got like hot wire or like half the steering wheel cover is off, would you? No, still? that's fine. You have a car. You have your own whip. I mean, can we get where we have to go? Like, I don't want it to break down. But if we get where we have to go, that's okay. Like. Your own spot. Your own, spot, own car, like your own money, like that's a, and I'm not saying be rich. I'm a women's basketball player. I'm not rich, clearly, but I'm functional and I can support myself. Like I don't need you to support me. Like I don't. I just need love and affection. Like I have car, everything else. Like I have my own whip. I have my own house. Like I have everything else. So that so why he gotta have a car if you got a car. Because you, we're not gonna be. I'm but, not gonna be. You got a car. But you skating why. around a dad bar. Okay. No. And you know. I like tall. You know, Sequoia always tells me, like, but I'm not that tall. So if you could be, like, at least, like, six feet, that's great. Oh. The, ideally, I like six two, but, you know, six two and up. Well, five ten and a half. Five ten. Hey, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't want to feel like I could pick you up. Like, that's wow. like. Five, she didn't know what she said, five ten and a half. I'm five eight, though. Real disrespectful, I'm five eight. Like, 
She just said. Mm. But maybe if you just are strong and stuff, then I'll just feel safe. But usually. Wow. wow. I might be wow. Crazy okay, right but now. you have to understand that I'm also immersed in a basketball world. Like all the dudes and like the niggas I be around, they're all tall. So it's like, that's and what you, I'm around. You just said it didn't work for you. So maybe I know. That's why I know I need to try something different. But I'm just saying, this is what my type has been. Like, put it that way. Now I'm open. Now I'm open to whatever. Like, you Wait, know, and my friend today, my friend said that I'll probably <laughs> marry a white man. I'm open to okay. that. Like, my daddy ain't going for that, but you never know. Like, who knows? <laughs> if it's Travis Kelsey. Mm. Yeah, he fine. Because he's kind of, he's not a wigger, but. <laughs> yeah, all right. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he, it would be my type of white guy. As long as he don't say the N-word. As long as he don't say the N-word and he knows he can't say it. I don't want any white person to feel comfortable saying nigga around me. But besides that, we good. Travis fine. I'm sorry. Okay. Another thing that Sequoia always. What just happened? <laughs> okay. What just happened? And the last thing, and this is something that I have to get past because Sequoia tells me I have to get past this, but like I don't really want to get past it, but I get it because I'm 30. Like, I don't particularly like guys that have kids. Like, and I understand that being 30, people have mm. kids, but I want my own damn kids. Like, I'm not your mom. I'm not going to be doing so stepmom. That, and that mom can't be in I don't your want universe. To. I don't want to. Damn. I'm just saying, I don't have my own kids. There's people out there that don't have kids. And if I had to choose, I would like to start my family and we be each other's okay. first. Let me, let me, let me, let me, you know? let me, let me point. Let me, okay, okay go ahead. let me ask you this thing. So say you start dating somebody, right? He doesn't give you all the information. You start dating somebody, and y'all been kicking it long enough to where you kind of feel something for him. And then he breaks it off to you that he has. See, that's not okay with me because I feel like hiding a kid is not okay. That's weird. Like, I don't, we don't, she I don't have to tell you all my business if we're No, right you. away. I get that. But how long can we go without me knowing, like, do you see your kid? Like, where are you? <laughs> like... Like that shouldn't happen. I feel like, like, where is the kid? I'm trying to. I'm, tr- I'm trying. You get what I'm saying? Like, where is the kid though? Like, we're here. You don't talk about him, and then nine months later, you say, "Hey, here's little Tony." Like, what? no, that cannot happen because that means you're like hiding it, and that's just weird too. Do you like? Do you prefer do rags tucked or caped? I don't care about do rags. <laughs> tucked. Golly. Tucked. You don't like the cape? You fucking with the cape? That's like on some real life. <laughs> Colors type shit. (laughs) (laughs) Colors. Colors. I don't think that's too much to ask. (laughs) (laughs) Why do rag, baby? So, okay. Well, yours uh, is like knotted, so it's cool. But that's out flying. Like, this nigga about to fly away. (laughs) This fucking cake. Do rag. You don't get the rolling. <laughs> Roll that shit up. Alright, uh, Sakura. Um, I ain't about to go through the rundown of requirements. I'm gonna stick to the question. Confidence is the first key. So, the person that I'm dating. Sorry, so a nigga gotta have a shirt. Wait, pause. Confidence cannot be the first key because you have to be attracted to the person to even. Yeah, so so you wouldn't attra- even be attracted confident- to a nigga with a dad bod. That's why. Com- a That's dad bod. I'm not dating a dad bod. Why? I feel like if I'm in, I'm not going to start a relationship with a dad bod because I want to be attracted. But yeah. if I'm already in it and I'm in love. Dad yeah. bod is fine. Or like, like maybe somebody with fine. a dad bod, like you guys are just friends and then it develops into something else, but you, you already got, knew him, so you it's involved different. into a dad bod wow. because you a dad. Then 
I expected the dad bod yeah. to come at some point. I expect you to lose your hair as well. Wait, 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 <laughs> whoa. Right? If you cut, well, if you, you wouldn't lose your hair, but. You know what I'm saying? Y'all know what I'm saying? Don't do me, nigga. Don't look over here, nigga. But guys are losing their hair earlier now. I've seen kids in high school that are losing their hair. I think that's just athletes. I don't know what they be doing. Maybe too much Gatorade. We seen Daystar with the. I think as an athlete, I would I prefer somebody who is athletic looking. Is athletic looking and wants to take care of their body. Come on, man. What's going on now, man? Like, can we work out together? Can we work out together? What's going on? Not work out together, but you wanted to be. I mean, if you a dad mom and you already, but you saying would we date somebody? You know what I'm saying? She's single, so. Dating somebody, finding a dad bod is like you've been past the dating phase because you a dad already. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> hey, come on, that's the question. Shit, <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Play so, jabs, like, let's, let's, you know what I'm saying? You want to be? You gotta be one. You have to want to be in, can, like healthy <laughs> yeah. you know what i'm saying Facts. like i agree not like i agree shit it's not really about what you eat but if you're gonna eat bad you gotta exercise this is on a life thing though <laughs> this is a life thing though <laughs> all right so uh thank you t- tell us what we can find <laughs> Shh, let's wrap this up b shit, hey look i gotta update my fitness power when i leave this motherfucker god <laughs> damn b god damn we, we chicken and fucking salmon tonight. God damn. <laughs> but you already a dad. You got a life. It don't matter. Yeah, this ain't feel good, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this ain't feel good. <laughs> I'm working on my triceps, though. Let me see how you... How, Ooh. Hey. But the hey. Da- I'm going to say this and let missionary game getting be. better. Mm. Mm. I'm gonna say this though, you know. I'm gonna say this, and we gonna look, wrap look, it up on the dad bods. <laughs> if you fat, you got I'm some dead. money. You got I'm some I'm money if you fat. But you gotta eat. Out. You ain't broke. No. In Africa, in out. Africa, Shit. <laughs> in Africa, <laughs> if you oh if you wealthy, God. the person they usually are big. Yeah. If you skinny, you broke. You. That's a real thing. I'm not making that up. I mean, take us out, line. man. Take us out. Take us out. Take shit. <laughs> this shit hurt. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> so now when I see I them. I mean, you just got now to when I see them, now, <laughs> <laughs> now when I see them two, two, cent, two cent a day kids, I'll be like, y'all niggas broke. <laughs> 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 when y'all hear this episode, can y'all just check on me, make sure I'm alive, make sure I slip my hey, wrist? Look, God. Hey, Damn. Hey, nigga, my fitness power for them. You boom it. Y'all funny. All right. Shit. I took enough jabs for the day. I can't breathe. Shit. Uh, I mean, where can they find you at, man? The gym. <laughs> Whole Foods. Hey, hey, check my Facebook in 20 minutes. Ago. I'm checking in, nigga. Sprouts. Hey, I'm checking I mean, in. Shit. EOS Jesus. Fitness. I'm checking in. And I'm. Uh, I'm but y'all go, though. You got a membership. You got a membership, right? Versus who don't got a membership? Like, you ain't even trying. You ain't signed up for nothing. You ain't got no Nike app. 
That's different, you're right? right? You're right. Chelsea. I agree. You know you're what I'm right. saying? Yep. The mentality is there at least. <laughs> I got real tears in my <laughs> I feel better now. I am you signed feel better up. Now? I am okay. signed up. Goddamn right. See? That could change at any time. It might take that woman to motivate him. See? You know what I'm saying? There you go. There you, okay. So when she said, can we work out together? Let's pull yes. up. EOS. We we doing oh this. We doing life together right now. Oh my, <laughs> real my chin's up now. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's good, though. Of all the weight I've gained, I'm glad a chin didn't come with it. That probably right there with. A what? A chin. Chin? Yeah, the niggas with the double chins. No, no, no. Dudes don't get double chins. They get that double that meat back there. That, that neck meat. That double neck. You can't even get a you can't even get a fade. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong? I mean you can't you, you can't taper it. <laughs> you can't taper it with that meat back there. You can taper it, you supposed to be able to? No. You can't taper it. Y'all crazy. I prefer a little belly like the muffin though for a man. <laughs> that's what's not cracking. That's out. I'll take a little like, like go up and then go right back down. <laughs> she go up and then go right back down. No, I'm saying like a belly, you know, because sometimes it be like hard, so it's still like belly because it's like belly. <laughs> it's solid. Still. It's solid. It's, it's solid. like a belly. That's because it turned a the- dick at night. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are crazy. All right, come on, man. Hey. <laughs> Look, boy, you see the triceps, nigga? I've been working, boy. My missionary game was weak for a minute. Mm. So I've been in there hitting them tries. <laughs> so I can stand upright. That push-up position, how long, boy. How long, you, how long you been in the push-up position? On the mattress? Yeah. Before I lay on her? Yeah. <laughs> Fifteen. <laughs> she said two three. She said two threes. <laughs> but I wasn't going. Look, look, if you, you said like five that, six, I'll probably let that, you slide. That, we got a hug, nigga. If you said five six, I'll let you slide. But that she said is, two three. That <laughs> that will that will humble you. Like that that right there tells you how much shape you in. That's basically a plank. You got a fifteen minute plank in you. <laughs> Hell no! I didn't even go. Yeah, I ain't even go to fucking. I ain't even go disappoint you. I ain't, but I've been working though. They, it's better. It's better than what it was. That is the ultimate fucking. You. It's like uh the ultimate warrior challenge. Mm. You remember when you seen that on TV? Yeah. That's like the ultimate warrior challenge. So all them in shape niggas you be talk y'all talking about. Mm. Missionary on a mattress is a motherfucker. So how long before they like they hug you? <laughs> they hug you, you trying to kiss on your neck and shit. It's like, nah, nigga, you just tired, nigga. <laughs> they ain't got no tries. Mm. It's all in the tries. Mm. Yeah. Bow. And his belly. Ooh, dick at night. <laughs> talk to her, talk to her. I ain't talk to her. Y'all crazy. All right, man. Hey, what can they? <laughs>
I do ride, nigga. <laughs> Shit. Boy, when I pull this nigga about this underbelly, what nigga so fuck? What? <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Boy, you stupid. Huh? You stupid. <laughs> you know you. I, I remember I, you know, I, I was bigger than this. And I was like, all balls did. Hey, nigga. Hey, where can they find you at, bro? You can catch me on Twitter, uh, IG, Young Al Bundy, Y U N G underscore Al underscore Bundy. If you don't catch me there, Whole Foods, Sprouts, EOS. <laughs> We going to all natural. What's the all? No, we nigga all natural. Whole foods. No, where we go? It was like all natural. Yeah, it was like natural groceries. I bought some lotion for there. That was a terrible mistake. (laughs) 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 You think everything can't be vegan? I couldn't wait. You put on vegan lotion. (laughs) 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 Nigga lotion had a nigga draw the motherfucker. (laughs) 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 Hey, but I, I. I held on like a real nigga. I, uh, I used it all, but god damn, it was a struggle. <laughs> Man, I should stay, nigga. I don't, I don't want everything healthy. <laughs> hey, where can they, where can they, ladies, where can they find y'all at? <laughs> Not around no fat niggas. <laughs> Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> y'all are sick. S underscore homes. <laughs> 17 on Twitter, S.Holmes, 17 on Instagram. Uh, Chelsea Hop 1 on Twitter and Instagram. Oh, my God. Hey, y'all can find <laughs> me on uh, Twitter at Just Call Me Spitz. That's J U S Call Me Spitz. Uh, yeah, man. Hey, we got to get on a challenge. We'll get on a challenge. Bring the, bring the, bring the scale. No, nah, you don't want that. Bring the scale. Hell no, nah, nigga. I ain't stepped on that motherfucker in a month. Bring the scale. No, you don't want that. Come on, I'm with it. You don't want them issues, I'm trying to tell you. Come on, man. I ain't stepped scale. on it. I mean, I ain't stepped on that bitch in a month. Come on, bring it. Hell no. Nah. Come on, man. They done called us fat like 10, 20 times today. That fact, that, that scale going to tell you worse than that. <laughs> I'm trying to tell man. you. Hey, no, it can't get no worse. Shit. Can't get no worse. Right? Bring the scale. You can, um... Find the podcast uh, on Twitter at Views from the 7, on Instagram at Views from the underscore 7. And uh, for, like, the two of y'all still on Facebook, uh, Views from the 7. And without further ado, we out. Peace.